but all right, let's start it. All right. Let's figure it out as we go. All right. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, I'm excited. This is <clears throat> whiskey. Like I said, the first first one that I've done with the bar actually being open and open open. Like the bar is open, which is dope. Most of these are done when the bar was closed. Now the bar is open and there's people in. And we're doing it while the bar is actually open. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. Some background sounds, some background noise. Kind of the fun times about being this, being this business. Absolutely. Everything changes every single day. Um, so I was, I don't think about these beforehand, which is kind of the magic and fun of it. Okay. It goes one way, it goes another way. But there's a couple things I wanted to run past you. Sure, absolutely. You're from North Dakota. Originally, yes. Okay. Don't you know, you betcha. (laughs) (laughs) When did you come? I don't even know when you came out to California. Um, I was eight. Okay. And my dad wanted to come out here, and it was a California dream. Since then, he's moved back and was pretty much like, fuck California. (laughs) Not Um, so dreamy. Not so dreamy. Um, My mom's still here. She actually lives next door to me. Yeah, I met your mom. Um, So, yeah, I was eight years old when we moved out here. But okay, been back there at least once a year Meat my smuggling. whole life. Meat smuggling. <laughs> yes, I do the meat <laughs> smuggling. <laughs> Even growing up, we were back there for hunting season. Right. And uh, so... I don't know. I was just talking to... Uh, oh, Nizam. You know Nizam and yeah. Ashley? So he was asking me uh, if like I know any butcher shops or anywhere, anywhere where we can get like good fresh meat. Mm-hmm. And uh, the answer was no. But I asked him if he'd ever gotten on the meat train. And so we had this big, long conversation. I was like, yeah, they've got a, a cattle farm, and they go and they get fresh mm-hmm. meat, and they smuggle it across the border. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know if it's actually whatever it's it is. It's not technically smuggling because it's not produce. Okay. Um, but my family farm back there, they farm 30,000 acres. And it's cattle, and it's soybeans, and corn, and sunflowers for the oil. Um, oh, and every year okay. I buy a third of a cow or half a cow. or um, and it feeds That's my all f- it is? That you- no, I also bring those, um, the big loins um the, oh, rib, the, okay. the rib uh, they're prime rib loins that we cut into ribeye steaks that's right. what i've been smuggling but okay i thought that whole thing was a third of a cow and i was like i don't no, understand we, how we cows just, are so big no we just buy those loins like my family sells their cattle to certain processing plants because it's got to be premium beef for this okay idaho place and then we just buy the loins back Oh. And then I smuggle them to California. Meat smuggler, dude. Meat smuggler. It's the fucking best meat ever. It's it so is. good. It I is. signed up for a, a butcher box. Have you heard of that? I have not. So Jennifer and I live in up by Berryessa. We've tried like a couple different meal delivery programs, uh-huh. like uh, HelloFresh and I don't know something. But it's like they send you a box of you know like here's two carrots and here's two sticks of celery. Here's a chicken cutlet and something. They'll give you a couple recipes. Oh. And it's like X amount of prepared meals. And it was okay. like a I don't really know how to cook. She's better than I am, but it's a nice way to like learn new stuff. Sure. And then also it gets shipped to us. So we tried those, and the one wound up being more expensive than we wanted to pay for, so we got a cheaper one, and then we found out pretty quickly. It's like, well, you can't eat the beef. Uh, the steaks weren't bad. The ground beef was terrible. Oh. The pork was inedible, so it was oh. like we only were getting chicken and vegetable dishes, and we blew through all the recipes in like a month. Oh. It's like once-a-week delivery. So then we're like, well, let's, we like this idea of food being brought to us, but... We want to do something else. We got butcher boxes, like only meat, but it's really good meat. It's all grass fed. It's all cage free chickens. And they do uh, chicken, beef and pork and then some salmon. But it's like wild caught Alaskan salmon. So it's like it's good meat. And then they freeze it and then dry ice it and then ship it to your house. Where does it come from? Uh, The mail. 
like the cows from North Dakota, like I know they are grass fed, corn right. finished. I know I, I could show you the picture of the cow that I bought sure. a third of last year. They're, my cousin was like, which one do you want? And I'm like, which one's going to taste the best? And she's like, that's amazing. Yeah. She's like, well, you need cow 37. <laughs> yeah, right. that's, a, that's a keeper. <laughs> right. So I don't know where the meat comes from. I just know that it's decent quality meat. And like, quickly become a meat snob mm-hmm. like the reason i tried to get into hunting was to get into better more sustainable meat sure turns out it's really fucking difficult and so it's a it'll be a long-term path before well, i can if you ever want to come back hunting in north yes, dakota they 100%. are huge for um white-tailed deer mule okay. deer and pheasants yeah and it's so fresh it's so i don't good. work till and friday so <laughs> well, like, it's a 23-hour drive yeah. <laughs> i don't work till friday either Jesus. <laughs> that's a good if, point let's get out of here if you drive straight through it's yeah it's 23 hours um i used to do that when i was younger now i get about halfway which is kind of jackpot nevada which is a nice little spot because they have a casino there okay it's, and it's a perfect little and your lady luck oh he is and so i taught both of them when they were little the um the dice game one four twenty four sure which is a really good counting game it's a dumb luck game really but there is a little strategy to it yeah that's how i look at it he taught his third grade class how to play it that is amazing the teacher said hey if anybody has any card games or dice games for counting let me know so that day i pick up my son from school and every day it's like hey how was school and he goes good like well what'd you do thank you stuff i'm like no really right. like what? he's like <laughs> sounds well, like a kickball. kid i'm like okay kickball but like what did you learn learn like it's boys are way different than girls fair Just, you know i have a son and a daughter that's my exactly daughter. what i used to say every single day after school how was school good what'd you do learn stuff yeah stuff but then when i ask him he's like i played kickball and mm. drake pushed me i'm like, but, like really like did you learn about the incans did you right. like how's your planet project going oh it's going so he, I picked him up that day, and I said, how was school? Good. I said, what'd you do? He goes, well, the teacher um, let me teach the class 1424. <laughs> and I went pale white going, oh, my gosh, because this is not a game that you can, like, buy at Target next to Phase 10 and, and Uno. Right. This is strictly a bar game. Right. Don't know where it originated from. Dumb luck. I'm like, you taught? I'm waiting for, I, I'm waiting for a phone call from the principal of you taught your kid. A bar game. I'm like, it's a dice game. It is a dice game, but it is strictly a bar game. Not anymore. Well, not anymore. Now it's a school game. No, because that was a school (laughs) game. But the funny thing about that was like all the teachers and the principals would come down here on Friday afternoons after school and have cocktails. So it was a different relationship because I knew all the teachers, knew the principal, but they'd come down here. I'm like, do I still address you as Miss Moore? Right. Or are you now Christina? And she's like, I am Christina. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was like... Spider- and then they knew how to play dice. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot when we started doing like the, the after-school thing. Like we got a bunch of teachers coming in mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Well, they need drinks more than anybody, I think. Yeah. I mean... That's crazy. They kind of have the same job that we do. Except way worse. Well, if you look at it this way, we just have a whole bunch of grown toddlers. Yes. I mean, yeah. really, it's not toddlers, but kids. It's right. stay in your seat. No, you can't have any more. Please quit yelling at him. Make sure nobody hurts themselves, hurts each other, and <laughs> pees their pants. That's pretty much That's fair. kind of the same job. So they definitely, I give it out to every teacher, especially now with this COVID stuff, of oh, how yeah. hard they're working to make things great, and that we're very fortunate to even be in Benicia with this. Yeah. There's so many schools struggling, and Benicia's got it down, man. Do they? Oh, yeah. My, That's good. My kids are both in middle school, and um, they're on Zoom meetings four periods a day. 
And I don't have to do anything. And uh, Benicia's got it down. Very fortunate to be here. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice town for all that. And, like, the elementary school I went to, Mills. Oh, they're not there anymore. It's, yeah, it's been gone for a long time. For a long time. Yeah, that was the downtown school. Uh, but, you know, like, it's a, it's a nice town to grow up in, and, and you can walk around, you can walk home. Mm-hmm. I remember walking home from middle school and then getting home after sunset, like, consistently? Yeah. Like, that's an hour and a half walk. And you always live down... I went from East H as a little guy, and then it... I think it was set around between around six. We moved in with my grandpa on Wingfield Way, which is right before Second Street. Oh, okay. Oh, a little yeah. turn off. Gotcha. And we lived there for ten or twelve years, twelve years, something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, from one part of downtown to a quarter mile down to the other part of downtown. Right. But it was like yeah, walk home from but middle that's school. That's still a huge walk from the middle school. It's like one point five miles or something, two miles. Sure. Which is like <laughs> if you take your time, two hours. But you were making it a six, four hour, six yeah, hour trip. Five, six, <laughs> eight o'clock. Like, where have you been? I was walking. Yeah. Can you leave me alone yet? <laughs> Middle school is so horrible. That's tough. Well, I'm very fortunate that both my kids still like me. They're 11 and 12. As of right now, they both still like me. I know it's not going to be like that for yeah. much longer. But, um, but, I, but I give it out to all the teachers, even the whole world, that this is such a weird thing that's going on. Yeah. Well, middle school is already so weird. Like you have yes. these literal physical changes, yes. these like chemical hormonal changes, yes. and then you're thrown in the arena with all these other people from all these different places, and it's clicks and status and, and. So I'm. So I feel like them homeschooling right now because I do have a 12 year old daughter is good. Sure. Because there is not the crummy little girls being clicky like you just said, right. or the hormonal eighth graders that are still at that school. Right. Like she's not exposed to that so is it a good thing or is this gonna hit harder later i i think when you hit i don't know between 12 and 13 Mm -hmm. to 25 you should just be sent off to a fucking leper colony like these are the dark years of your life just to go here once you hit puberty (laughs) everyone is horrible with the occasional exception everyone's a bad person right go away somebody has an ulterior motive yeah for something it like the fights i used to get in for nothing like, I, when I was a kid, like, when people called me Matthew, it was the end of the world. Oh, really? Nobody calls me Matthew. I hate it. I despise it. I, to this day, don't know why. And I remember looking back, and I would get in, like, actual fights, like, because of it, on a consistent basis. Like, like no more, fist fights. You call me Matt. Well, I'm going to call you Matthew. Okay, well, now I, have to, now I have to injure you physically. Like, that was the oh rule gosh, of the so road. Funny. Just absolute silliness. And what is it? it you know, you're just... A, a double dose of testosterone at 13. I weigh 11 pounds. I'm just fueled with rage and anger. Like, I go, I hate my parents. They're good people. They fed me every day. Right. Like, for, it doesn't make any sense. It literally doesn't make any sense. Right. And, you know, I'm, I think I'm on the more extreme end. So I particularly hated myself throughout middle school. I got slightly better through high school, but I was still a terrible person. And it's like by 25, I pulled my own head out of my own butt. So for me, 13 to 25, go live on a crappy Lord of the Flies island. <laughs> Come back when you're human beings and then reintegrate into society. And then we'll figure this one out. Yeah. But you need those interactions to be who you are. You know? The um, problem is every single person that I met, like, especially being back in town and working here, uh, like Colin, for instance. Colin is the dude that was on the mm, podcast. Yeah. Super rad, super awesome sure. guy. We reconnected from the bar, which is great. So you knew him prior to this? I knew of, we knew of each other, but we never actually spent time together. Okay. Or very, very little. You yeah, know, I like just in first passing. met him the other day. I played and, D&D, and he played D&D. Sometimes we would talk about it in passing through school. Like, I knew him for sure, but we didn't, like, 
hang out on a consistent basis and we got to you know reconnect through the bar but the thing that sucks for me is like when I see someone like that and then I catch up with them I'm like oh you're a nice cool fun person yeah. I want to get to know you better my first reaction is like I hope you don't remember me from high school because I was a horrible person <laughs> terrible he just I just met his I forget his name but I think his name was Kyle he just brought in a friend the other night okay and he goes hey I'm Kyle so and so you know we went to school together and I was like I hope you don't remember me I don't remember you I hope you don't remember me because I was because I was a dick so bad dude oh. so bad and I wouldn't have ever thought that about you. Yeah, it's just wild and untamed. and <laughs> I only learn lessons the hard way. So it's like, you shouldn't do that. And then I would do that five times. And then go, this isn't working for just me. Just a fucking butthead, man. <laughs> so it's, yeah. But anyways, no, and 13 like, to 25. Go to a fucking <laughs> island. Come back when you're a decent person. Yeah, but then you still have those little life lessons of, you know, you got to lie to your parents a little bit. And I've told my kids, I'm like... Here's the one thing. I'll have your back 110%. Just mm. don't lie to me. You could be wrong, just like Bruce says to us every day. Right. You could be wrong. I will have your back, but don't lie to me. Right. And um, they're, I know they're going to go through these things, and sure. it's, it's just part of... That's horrifying. It is horrifying. Well, it's horrifying as a parent. That's, but, yeah. But, but back when I was in middle school, I, I fucking knew it all. Duh. I lied to my parents. <laughs> and, but I really still to this day think that my parents did... Like, I lied good enough that they didn't know what I was doing, but I had a curfew. They knew. As long as they're home by 10 p.m. and 9.59, I'd be squealing mm. my car in that driveway because if I wasn't there, I lost my truck. And I was the only one of my friends that could drive. That's a big deal. A huge deal. Because, we of course, we were screwing around doing yeah, things. But duh. Um, I think I, my mom actually dropped me off at a few parties that we were mm. doing movie night. Right. So she's probably going to hear this and right. know now and look back and go, <laughs> I knew it. You're in the clear. Well, either I knew it or I'm like... Now that I'm older, she can't tell me what to do anymore. Kind of. I'll tell you less of what to do. Because she does live next door to me. <laughs> That's still kind of a... She's like, cut your bush. I'm like, ah. I don't want to. She's like, oh, we have to replace the fence. I'm like, okay, mom. Right. Damn bush. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, this is... Um, I remember the first time that I met you. And I, I've learned so much about you through the podcast, which is so mm. great. Because you really never opened up so much. Yep. Um... And I read somewhere that most bartenders are Aries, and you're an Aries. Oh, God. I'm an Aries. Veronica's an Aries. Like, mm. because it's a, kind of a personality thing. Of okay. You have strong personalities, so you're mm. much easier to boss people around. Not, not boss them around, but... Right. You have to be assertive. Be assertive. For sure. Yeah. And take control of the situation right. in, a, in a whim. And I'm not putting anything bad on any other Zodiac signs, but <laughs> um, I've learned over the years, and I... I've done my own research on zodiac signs. I have my own opinion about that. Sure. But some people are more passive. Some are more aggressive. Right. Aries are more aggressive. Huh. But I remember the first day that I met you, it was, um, you came in and you came, I didn't, you didn't need any training. You mm. just need to learn our systems. You knew how to bartend and you sure. had all that. But you came from corporate world. Right. Versus a different world. Complete. I don't think I could do this job in any other bar in any other city i mm. cannot i don't want to be a drink slinger right i don't i, I couldn't <laughs> too social too much and this bar being as social and local as it is you get to know everyone right but the first day you came in i remember you were ringing up drinks and putting bucket glasses <laughs> with receipts in them in front of every single person at the bar i'm like we don't have to do that and you're like well i just want them to know where they're at on their tap right I'm like if they have cash sitting in front of them just keep taking the cash yep. and, until they're out of cash and then they're out the door we don't run tabs, we run tabs, but right. pretty much everybody is pay as I go, pay, especially daytime. 
Sure. But you were putting little receipts in front yeah. of everyone, and I'm like, okay, Alan, and he's never changes. It's a beer and a shot. Right. But you put a ticket in front of him. He's like, I don't, yep. I don't even know where I'm at. Just but doing this. And, right. and you were like, this is so weird for get, me. I did not get it. You were like, this is so weird. I'm like, you're going to see the same people every day. It's a very local blue collar bar. Right. Don't worry about it. You're going to have fun. It's going to be great. But you're like, this, I don't, this is not how I do things. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I think it was three quarters <laughs> of the way through that shift. You finally were like, I don't understand it, but I'm just going to do it your way. And I'm like, okay, or you can just make it work for yourself. It's up to you, however you want to do it. Right. But um, That was tough for me because I, the way my brain works is it's very structured, and yep. very rigid. And so, like, here's a line. Don't cross it. Okay. That's okay with me. I'll go up to the line and we'll cross the line. That's how my brain has always operated. I like lists. I like, you know, yes. this is what yep. you have to do. You know, it's these an, are the steps. It's an Aries thing. Huh. It totally is. Huh. We like structure. We like it our way. We're going to push the limits all the way to the end. I'm apprehensive to agree to that. I'm not saying you're wrong, but anyways. So, to, yeah, to come from mega corporate world, which mm. was, I was exactly that. I was, uh, uh, drink factory is a term that I use, but drink slinger is the same thing. Sure. Like 60 tables, we did, you know, thirty to $50,000 a night, and you've got one guy in the well, and then another one or two people running the bar, and it was like, I like to be on the well. I want to make... I take it with six different, completely different drinks, uh-huh. and I want to be seven tickets after that, and I want to whip them out as quick as possible. Yep. You know, beers and this, and timing that, and this, that, and the other thing. And I came from that to here, and it was like going from the Matrix to the Wild West. It was like <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Actually. Everything <laughs> is hyper, hyper structured to the point of absolute madness at the place that I came from. Like, they would count every ounce of beer poured, oh, but their beer pouring system was horrible. So when you tapped a keg, you would have to pour, like, five, six pitchers of foam. Out. Oh. Right, because it wouldn't pour beer. Sure. But you had to fill up the pitchers with foam and then ring in those pitchers, because at the end of the week, they would go, you're three ounces short on Bud Light, and you're three ounces over on Coors Light, and we think you're stealing. By ounces? Ounces of that beer poured crazy. with 15 beers on tap and 60 table like madness absolute madness i could never i, I can't even wrap my, i can't even wrap my brain around working somewhere right. that was like that and the beautiful thing is now i shoot myself in the face before i went back but that's where i came from and that sure. kind of clicked with my mind yeah. and i think i did like three years there and i'm i have less than five names of people that came in and sat at the bar that i could give you oh really see that's the best thing about being in the bar industry right. is nobody comes to a bar to get drunk I'm not saying nobody. Sure. 99% of people don't come to a bar to get drunk. They right. come for socialization, the jukebox, the pool table, sure. um, or even having a familiar face behind the bar. And right. I know it's absolutely different for me being a female bartending and you being a male bartending. Right. I do get single women that will walk in here because they know that I'm here. Right. All they want is a familiar face yeah. and go, hey, I feel comfortable. Like, no matter what, Lindsay's, no matter what Lindsay's going to make sure nothing happens to me. Um, same thing with you familiar faces whatever um but you get to learn everyone and that's the best thing about this town is that everyone has their own stories and it becomes a family and i'll tell you there's not one moment that if i were leaving work and i had a tire blowout on the side of the highway there is not less than a dozen people that i could call at that moment that could change my tire get me a new one within half an hour (laughs) tow my truck like that is what's so great about it everyone right. here 
But again, nobody comes in just to get janky. Sure. They come in for something. Maybe Speaking it's just of getting drunky. Yeah. yeah. Well, for her. That'd be awesome. Thanks oh, for that's that. a spirit. Yeah. What a gal. It's Tina making a cameo. Cameo appearance. I love her. She's awesome. She's a great girl. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And that, like, you know, short story long, coming from the robotic world of corporate and that syncing so well with my mentality and then coming here was like, my brain has exploded every month <laughs> for, f I've been here fucking five years. Has it been that long? It's been five years, dude. Right on. And why, um, five years, realistically four, because I started like Fridays from four to eight. Sure. And then I got Fridays four to eight and then Sunday mornings for like a year. I forgot that you did those <laughs> Sunday mornings. Um, mm -hmm. because I, when I decided I couldn't do nights anymore because I'm old, you're smart. I'm old and the millennials suck. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if you're a millennial, but it's only like 50% of the listeners, the sassiness, bunch of nerds. the sassiness of, I don't know, maybe <laughs> my tolerance level went down. Sure. And then all of my, when I, I've been here for almost 19 years. Um, but my nighttimes people, when I first started are now my daytime people. Right. So we, I just got tired of night. Yeah, I get and it. And I'm like, you're sassy, you're sassy, you're sassy. Anybody comes in during the day and they're like, do you need my credit card? I'm like, are you going to run out on me? Right. They're like, no. I'm like, and I have your phone number and I know where you live. So <laughs> I know where um, you work. I know your family. <laughs> I, I do. And that's the best thing is that you do get to meet all these right. people. And sometimes somebody just comes in and they just want to, how was your day? Right. You know, they don't want to come. No customer wants to come in and hear the bartender bitch about themselves sure. and what's going on there. Um, but I couldn't do this job anywhere else. I've, I've, I've celebrity bartended in North Dakota a couple times, but it's because I came from a town of 1,500 people and they right. know my family. But when I celebrity bartend back there, then I get to bring like the Washington apples and things that aren't even, <laughs> Whoa. Like, oh, oh no, their, their minds are blown. It's like kamikaze. Flaming lemon drops? What? Can I find that? <laughs> but one time they're like, can I, is there lemons in here? They're like, we don't do lemons. I'm like, huh. Uh, but the kitchen might have. I'm like, well, give me a lemon. Let me show you something. Uh, but yeah, no, I. Uh, That's the magic of this place. Is in, it's. When I showed up, I didn't fit in, and I'm still the oddball out. And I've been here a long time. And I'm. I takes a I long. I wouldn't say you're the oddball out, but I will say this: that um, since we've, COVID sucks and all that. Right. Um, but initially, you were like slinging drinks, slinging drinks, and mm -hmm. I think. Maybe for you, you start opening up more when you start right. talking more to people. I yeah. think Sunday nights kind of not fixed you, but made you more. Um, right, that's an eye opener. Because Friday, Saturday, yeah, you, you have to be a factory. Yeah, factory. But Sunday, when you actually get to like hang yeah. out with people, like there are amazing people in this town, yeah. and there's assholes, but some, some. But it's so few. It is the asshole to good person ratio is a you know you really one hundred and fifty to, to one. This bar you can't have thick skin in, but if you're an asshole in this bar, you're not going to last long just because right. you're going to just get the cold shoulder. It's not aggressive, but you're just going to get the cold shoulder from so many people that you're going to feel uncomfortable enough that you still want to come back. What's up, Al? Oh, I just wanted to come and listen for a minute. Am I in? Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> you're in, Al. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to come and hear what you guys are saying. Oh, we're just talking kind of about some of the regulars and oh. and a lot of the regulars. Yeah, I gotta uh, go I'm not no. Right. <laughs> I just met you. Oh, so by the way, Alan, um, he has his little idiosyncrasies. You have to give him two coasters of the same size that he can line up side by side. Sure. <laughs> Otherwise, he gets grumpy. <laughs> but it's awesome, you know, like, 
and it has been a very long, continuous, hard lesson for me to learn. And I think in the last year I've gotten better. In the last six months I've gotten twice as good. In the last three yes. months I've gotten twice as good. I think you're more social now. Like yeah. Well, I, part of it is upbringing and part of it is, you know, personal things. But, like, never express emotion. Never tell anybody about your personal self. Don't make connections. That was my whole fucking life. So and it was like... Slowly starting to, you know, tear down those walls, and this place has been a huge part of that. And the mm -hmm. podcast is exactly that. You've, I, I've seen. I've learned more about you, but yeah, for sure, just talking yeah. to people about things. Coming to the realization great. that, like, I have so many incredible people in my life mm -hmm. that, yep, realistically should never be in my life and don't belong in my no, life. No, and like you, like you, every podcast you've done, <clears throat> I would not have met you if it weren't for never. this place. I knew you in high school. Hopefully, you didn't know me, but right. This brought us together. Yeah, this is the place, and and you've been here what nineteen years? It'll or be something? nineteen years in December. And and here's the thing: like I never thought that this was kind of going to be a career thing for me. I went to college in Oregon, moved back down here, worked at a Fortune 500 company in Richmond. Wanted to take on a second job because I wanted to buy a home. Hmm. That was my plan. Bought my home a year later. Um, I was <laughs> I was 23 when I bought my home. Jesus. Um, but I did all this, but. I had more fun, made more money, and didn't hate going to work every right. morning, being here. And I was like, you know what, I can do this a couple of days. I, I worked four days a week, but um, which is a lot. Because right. sometimes after day four of hearing the same story from the same sure. guy, you want to... It's mentally you draining. Want, you, yeah, you want to stab yourself in the head with the, with the lime knife. <laughs> with and the I, lime knife? Yes. <laughs> it burns. The, the, the dull one that we have back there. Um, but now it's... Uh, yeah, had more fun, did this, and, and then this also gave me the opportunity to raise my kids day to day. Right. I can drop them off at school, pick them Thank up you. from school, be home at the end of the day. Cheers, Christina. All right, cheers, Thank Tina. Thank you. Love you. What are you drinking? What are you just, hey, what's going on here? Oh, Forget about oh, me? No, no, sorry. Hi, Matt. <laughs> <I'm> Remember me? <laughs> <laughs> Too many chords. Beautiful. Thank you, dude. Yes, thank you. No, I'm good. Thank you. Are you sure? I I barely even touched that. We've been... All right. Fair enough. Been chatting. But yeah, that's... This place is absolutely magical in and of itself, mm -hmm. which is your story. And this place is magical in and of itself, and then I got to join it, and it's yeah. so different than me and everything. Every neuron my brain has ever fired, and it's been wonderful to, like, come in and learn and very, very slowly, like, adapt and, like... Mm -hmm. This is an environment that I love and enjoy, yep. but it's like, it's a 180 degree turn from everything that I understand. It doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It, it, it Things just, need to make sense for me, and this place doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, because maybe, because I started here younger, and um, my dad was also a patron of this place before I worked here, so I knew a bunch of people prior to working here. Um, I was the original bar hopper. When I was in high school, my dad <laughs> used to come down here, and he'd call me. He'd call and go, hey, um, will you take my truck home? And there sure. was a taxi in town. So I would, I'd come down, I'd take his pickup, drive it home. But then people go, well, can you drive mine home too? Here's mm -hmm. here's 10 bucks. I'm like, 10, 10 bucks when I'm in high school and my, my, yeah. my pickup's getting six miles to the gallon? I have yeah. an old truck. I'm like, 10 bucks, is, that is Taco Bell and that's four <laughs> gallons of gas, right? <laughs> So I was driving cars home, and I had my buddy follow me in my own car. So we'd drop off their car, we'd drop off the truck, I would drive their car, and my buddy Luke would follow me in my truck, bring me back. 
I bring their keys back to them, know your car's at home safe, and we do, I don't well, three, four cars a day, but that was... That's a hustle. It, it was a hustle, yeah. but hell, we got Taco Bell, and I could put gas in my hell truck, yeah. so we could cruise Main Street. <laughs> um, so I knew a lot of the people um, before I actually started working here because of my dad, and he's since moved back to North Dakota, um, which was nice because everyone here in this town still has each other's back, but especially in this bar. Right. Like, I don't, th- I have never once felt scared hmm. in here. I have never, well, only once was I alone in this bar on my normal nights. COVID changes that. But okay. at, there would always be somebody that hangs out with you. Right. Like, they'll sit there and make sure that you get to your car fine or, yeah. or whatever. Um, but there's just, uh, I, I couldn't do this anywhere else. And I never in a million years would have thought that I would do this for as long as I have. Because I was like, I got my degree, I got my this, let me, let me, I'm going to go do some. People intrigue me so much. So part of my college, I wanted to be a teacher, and then I decided to finish with business administration. So I took a lot of psychology classes. But people are so intriguing to me. Everyone's got their own stories, their right. own backgrounds, their own, and, and so much stuff. Like, you can't make this shit up. Right. You, you've heard them. Stories yeah. are like, that happened to you? Like, There's, you know, uh, I try and be vague sometimes, but you know Steak Dave? Steak Sandwich Dave? Yeah. So he, great dude, comes in, gets Steak Sandwich. Yep. His name is Dave. Yep. He came in one time, and there was a lady with him, and they were hanging out, having lunch, having a civil conversation. Mm-hmm. Apparently they divorced like 30 years ago. Okay. But they didn't cross the T or dot the I. Oh, jeez. So they were still married. I didn't know that. And had moved, one of them, she had moved to a separate state and remarried, but the states don't communicate. So it was like 30 years later they found out, oh, we're still married. That's illegal, isn't it? You can't right. be... So it was like an adulterer thing. Right, right. But I guess the states don't talk to each other. So anyways, they had figured out that they were still accidentally married, but had been separated for 30 years. Oh, so geez. she came back here, had like a wonderful lunch and conversation and joked about the whole thing, and then finalized their divorce from 30 years oh, ago. Wow. Like have li- living separate lives. Like, sure. What the fuck? Apparently, California doesn't talk to other states well, okay, when you remarry. So I got married in North Dakota because mm-hmm. I was like, I invited everyone from California, but it was easier for me to invite my California friends to North Dakota than invite my 120 North Dakota <laughs> family <laughs> right. members to California. Yeah. But California would not recognize my marriage license. So security huh. office had no problem with me changing my name. I went to the sure. DMV and they're like, this is not a valid uh, marriage license. I'm like, I was there. You right. see pictures? I did it. I did it. <laughs> like, there's no stamp seal, whatever. So I called the, wow. the recorder and in, in, um, recorder in um, North Dakota. And they're like, we don't put a stamp seal. Like, it's North Dakota. I'm like, well, I need. What, are you going to be illegally married? Right. Like, what I'm is. Like, I'm, I'm just. So, okay, Social Security office, no problem. Sure. DMV, nope, you can't change your name. Oh, God. So I'm like, I still to this day, I on my um, driver's licenses, I still could not have used my married name. Hmm. Because they would not recognize my marriage license. So, so again, they don't talk to each right. other. But then I had the blood test and all the other stuff. But it's just... Yeah. Right. But yeah, the, the stories you hear and, you know, people live an entire life. And then the the diverse crowd that comes through here. Mm-hmm. Like you get people show up for their 21st birthday. People mm-hmm. come in when, sure. you know, they're 80. I had a, like a... I haven't seen him in probably a year, but he was coming in on Sunday nights, and he was like 88 or 89. Really? And he was like writing a book. Okay. And he would just show up at like 
after midnight was the only time I ever saw it. It was like between 12 and 1 a.m. Did he drink? Yeah. Huh? A little bit. Mostly he would buy drinks for other people. But it's like this old dude comes in. Okay. And he's like, I just, you know, want to hang out. And it was like him. And then there was a 60-year drop in age to the next person. Sure. Because it's Sunday night at 1 a.m. Right. So it was like him and then like the 20 or 30-year-olds. Yeah. And he'd buy drinks for people. And he was just like on a, a dude on the tail end of his life hanging out. But the beauty of this place is like you come in and you hang out. And yeah, I've said it before in the podcast, but like how you are outside of this place is irrelevant. How you act inside of this place is all that matters. Absolutely. So you can be a, a saint outside. If yep. you're a dick inside, you get kicked out. Right. If you're an asshole outside and yep. you're a good dude inside, oh, yeah. nobody gives a shit. So you get like a, a dude that's almost 90 and then a 24-year-old. Right. And he's like, I just want to buy everybody drinks and just be nice and chop it up. And, you know, it was a slow Sunday. as you yep. Six, seven people in here. But then they're all, these young guys are hanging out with this old okay. dude. And it's like, and they're all having a good time. when the fuck does that happen? Right. When, where else can you do that? Like, I remember, well, I was listening to your Nick podcast last week. Oh, geez. So <laughs> here's like, I've known Nick Bourne since he was probably in diapers. Okay. Okay. Because Benicia being small town, sure. whatever. So I walked into work one Friday night at six o'clock and he is sitting at the bar. And I straight walked up to him and I said, you are not 21. He looked at me like, <laughs> he goes, hands me an ID. I'm like, this is your brother's ID. This <laughs> is Brandon, Nick. Get out. I'm going to call your mom. I'm going to call your dad right now. Do not come back in here. Hmm. And he, he cussed sure. me out all yeah, the way out Nick. of the store. Sounds like Nick. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long he'd been here, but the bartender at the time, like, no, he is not 21. He's mm. 18. N- 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 no. She's like, didn't know. He gave me an ID. I'm like, yeah, this is brothers. Look at right. the IDs better. Um, so he walked in. Three years later, with his 20, he, <laughs> he walks in, he looks me straight in the face, and he goes, bam, I'm 21. Give me a drink. And I went, how about you change your attitude, Sure. and we'll try this again another day. And yeah. he goes, you can't do that. I said, watch me. Right. And he left, and he cussed me out the whole way. Sounds like Nick. Yep. And then he came in. <laughs> oh, if you ever asked him about it, oh, no, him and I went back and forth for about six months. I'm like, nope, sure. change your attitude. Don't be a little right. punk, and you can come in. Your attitude is everything. Right. I don't want this. It's just going to poison everything that we got going right. on. We got good music. We got pool. We got great people. I don't I don't need you coming here and think that you own the place. Right. Be respectful. Yeah. And he then, when he did come back, humbles pie going, okay, Linz, I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have been nice. I should have, whatever. And he, he does. He has our back 110%. And if you say enough's enough, he goes, yeah. okay, you're probably right. Yeah. But that doesn't happen. There's so many places, like the, the last the place, the drink factory that I learned to bartend. We were not allowed to tell people to leave ever. Ever. Really? That's going to be uncomfortable for you. It's horrible because we had a dude that would come in right before we closed and get iced tea, and he would hang out for an hour and a half to two hours. Can't kick him out. It's not how that works. Okay. We could sort of cut people off, but it was a giant deal and a huge yeah. pain, and I had to involve everybody, but like... You couldn't tell people to leave. Couldn't kick people out. Because every dollar counts because it's mega corporate. Sure. They need their .001% quarterly increase in profit. So they need that iced tea sale. Even though it cost them 35 times that in my labor to sit around in a bar with all the stools already up. Right. And the lights turned but off. But you can't kick them out. Can't, couldn't kick them out. Nope. The beauty of this place is you can do that. Mm-hmm. And there's so few places left that you can do that. It's It always... Like... It always tickles me when someone comes in and they put out that 
I'm the customer and you have to abide by me, whatever. I, and then we go, no, you're actually a giant piece of shit and you need to fuck off. And I don't, I don't want your money. You're so shitty that I don't want take your money. And go. We're I, here to take your money. I don't want your fucking money. I don't want your money. Get right. Out. Yes. And it, like when people don't understand because you go to McDonald's and you're like, well, my burger's overcooked and I want a refund and I, plus I want a milkshake. And they go, right. okay, sure. No problem. Yeah. But that's not reality, and this place is still anchored in reality. It, because it's so local, blue-collar for the most part, But because everyone works hard for the money, they're coming in. Sure. But we used to have a group of people come in um, every Friday, and they work down at the docks, and there'd be 10 of them. But everyone wanted a special. I don't want any sauce. I don't want, they bitched about everything. They right. didn't. My fries weren't hot enough hot enough one gal my lettuce was not green enough after about three of that i'm like you know what i'm paying for all your tabs do not ever come back right and they're like you can't tell me to do that i'm like sure yeah i can i'm doing it right now right don't ever come back and they did the same thing for um my girlfriend's deli up there they right. come up there and they i want this that and the other and complain and discount 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 sure. because we feel bad but no you're just a jerk you try and try and make it right and try and do the right thing, but in it's you know, almost every person that has a, a complaint is genuine. Every now and yes. then, over the course of you know, my case five or your case nineteen years. Yeah. Every now and then you get a fucking crook, and to have that freedom to tell people to suck it, it's huge. And then one of my like I have two quotes that I will keep in my pocket for the rest of my life. One is from my flight instructor, and he says, "It doesn't matter until it matters." Which is like well, that's a terrible thing if you're flying. It doesn't matter until it matters. Doesn't matter until it matters. So do it right. Uh, yeah. Don't okay. wear a seatbelt in your car. Doesn't matter until, until it, matters. it matters. Right. Right. Ninety-nine percent of the time, seatbelt doesn't do anything. Doesn't matter until it matters. So do it right. Right. And then Bruce says, if you don't kick out the assholes, they scare away all the good people, right. and you're left with only assholes. With only assholes, and that doesn't work. Right. Definitely not. You can't make money off four assholes. No. You need forty good people. Right. The one person fucks it up, and they scare away all the good people, uh-huh. and, you know. Well, and again, that's the nice thing about being here is I don't tolerate rap music or heavy metal or because it brings uh, the, sure. the mood changes. Right. You work nights. I'm now working days. It's a different even, dynamic, for sure. even back when I was doing nights, it was me growing up, and they were all my mm-hmm. peers. So I'd be like, hey, no more of that. And they'd be like, okay, Lynn's. Like, we right. all went to high school together, middle sure. school together. And so they're like, okay, we're just not going to do it. Um. But now, I'm like, no, I'll, sk- I'll skip a song. I'm like, here's your money back. No, this is not the vibe of right. this place. Like, it, yeah. You have to keep the overall dynamic as a fun, interesting yes. place. And- well, and so I've been here so long that um, when I first started, we um, were able to smoke in here, <laughs> which I am a smoker, but it was terrible going home. I'd have to, like, take huh. my clothes off at the front door and take a shower immediately because it was, like, in my hair, in my clothes, in okay. my skin. Um, we weren't allowed to give out ashtrays, so it was crushed beer cans. You couldn't give out ashtrays? But you could smoke inside. You could smoke inside, but it was the California law that I um, could not promote smoking. I was not the smoking police. My job was to... California is so silly. It is. My only job really was to make sure nobody underage was drinking. Right. And do my job. I could not promote smoking, so... Back in the day, back in the day, I feel like I'm way older than you. A little bit. Well, but beer was in cans at the time. Sure, but that was like seven years ago. Well, because we sold so much beer, we can we didn't have the the space to cool um, the bottles. The only time we got the bottles is because we got the kitchen. Right. Because then we could cool beer in multiple places. Um, 
so there'd be so many times where somebody would ash in somebody's actual beer and then it foams up <laughs> and it's all over the bar and like we were smoking behind the bar I mean, there's been so many weird changes of I listened to my old guys during the morning who are so great the coffee club mm-hmm. they're like don't you remember when drinks were blah 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 this yeah. place okay so you don't remember but when I first started here beers were 250 and 325 right that's what they were and they were all cans they were all bottles and we didn't have any food right and we had this red checkered floor mm-hmm. and it was always dirty of course. Well, because you couldn't get it clean enough, because it was like uh, vinyl. I don't. I don't know what is. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, what is, uh, uh, linoleum. Linoleum. Yeah. That's yes. One. And then um, <clears throat> we had. Uh, it was such a weird setup, but we had a lot of fun. Right. We had a lot of great people. Um, we had some parties. You know, people danced on the bar and having fun. And <laughs> a couple people danced on the bar, break their legs. We did no. Nobody broke their leg. Well, Buzz, right? Buzz broke his leg. Right. That was after we were <laughs> supposed. That's after we were dancing the bar. Sure. Um, but we would every there was a song. It was um, "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy." Sure. Every time someone played that, all the girls would get on the bar. Oh, geez. And dance. <laughs> and there were Friday, Saturday nights where it would be packed, and one of me or the other bartender would play that song just to give us a moment break. Because when there's 10 girls sure. dancing in the bar, I drink, can do, drinks I can, can wait. I can do dishes. Yeah, that's fair. Because nobody's ordering a drink. Um, it wasn't until somebody at a different bar downtown was dancing in the bar, fell off, got a pour spout stuck in her eye. Oh. And we went, we're not doing this ever again. That's disgusting. Could you imagine? No. Nope. Oh, my God. Yes, that's the worst part, is I can. That's awful. I was like, okay, some drunk chick fell off the bar and got a pour spout in her eye. Okay, Ugh. we are not dancing in the bar that is f- anymore. That's like holding a winning lotto ticket and getting hit by a bolt of lightning. How do you fall and get a pore spout in your eye? Like, mm, that's disgusting. No, it is. You're rubbing your eyes. I'm rubbing my eyes that's right so now thinking about dude. it. But, like, if you looked at it, if somebody nope. actually fell off our bar, there is a chance that they fell in our well, I guess. I don't know. Eyeball first. Eyeball first. There's so, yeah, the one guy who broke his leg, how old was Buzz at the time? Probably 40-ish? Mid-40s? Yeah. Just... Early 40s? Just being silly. Yeah. Jump off the bar, broke right. his leg. Veronica did something similar to that too, didn't she? She was just regular dancing and broke her Oh, ankle. regular dancing and broke yeah, her ankle. Like on the floor. <laughs> but yeah, dancing is dangerous. That's the moral of the story. Well, we used to do line dancing here on Sunday night. So <laughs> oh, before geez. you, when I did oh, my so Sunday good, night. Gone. <laughs> with Sandra Cavallero. She worked mm-hmm. with me on Sundays and we'd do line dancing in here. Yeah. It's a... Um, Oh, it's. I never thought it'd be a full-time, lifetime job for me, but right. it has awarded me to be a really good mom. And I don't know if being a good bartender made me a good mom, or if being a good mom made me a good bartender. But I wasn't huh. a mom. I wasn't a mom until I was 28. I had shit right. to do. <laughs> I had to buy a house. <laughs> I was really good at poker. I was gambling. We'd, we'd leave here on a Friday night and drive to Tahoe with yeah. a group of people here, and then I had to be back at 6 o'clock the next night. <sighs> And we'd come back. Yeah. That's when I was young. Now I'm like, sure. It's 930. Can <laughs> everyone just go to bed now? <laughs> you think? You texted me at like 1 a.m. last night. Well, okay. Last night was a little um, different because my tenant, Tim, was up. We did fish tacos. My, te- my tenant, Tim. Yes. What a nice way of well, saying your friend. There's so many um, Tims. Sure. Um, I got it. And he's a great guy. He's and, awesome. He's a lot of fun. He is, and I, he, when he, he can also have his little drunky moments and be a little Everybody sassy. Is. But no, I was we telling all, somebody we, the other night, like, they, you can't kick me out. I said, sure I can. I've been absolutely. kicked out of here. Yeah. I'll be safe. 
Everybody has their moments, you know? Sometimes you overdo it. Oh, no, well, no one... Universal. Even Bruce, the owner of the place. Yeah. There have been times where um, I've been through a lot of stuff with him. I've seen fist fights with him, and there'd be multiple nights where I'd look at him and be like, Taxi's here. And he goes, (laughs) what do you mean? I'm like, well, one of us is leaving. You decide which one of us is leaving. And he's like, that's my cue to go. Because... It's a rite of passage, man. Got to throw the old man out. Yeah. Got to throw the boss out. Hey, man, and, you're and, done. And doesn't bitch about it. Doesn't pull a no. car going up. He's like, if they're telling me to leave, then obviously it's time to leave, which is yeah. great. He's a, a very swipe. Wow, words. Very smart and wise man for a lot of reasons. But oh, And I respect a whole bunch of it because if you think about it, all the years I've been here, all the employees that have kind of come and gone, a lot have stayed for years. There's been a, a hundred- lot that stayed for years. There's been... You either stay for years or you're here for minutes. Sure. It's kind of how it goes. Yeah, it's totally accurate. And um, at one point he was like, you just figure it out and tell me if I need to know their name hmm. after a week. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> fair enough. I'll, I'll do that. Um, but just him being, um, he's dealt with so many different personalities. Yeah. And prior to you, there weren't many male bartenders here. So for yeah. this man to balance a bunch of women. I could just imagine as being a mom. If I had seven daughters, right? The amount of crap that that man has heard, and yeah, went through. Because you got this one going through this, and this one going through this, and this one, and like we had some drama queens, but they're fantastic sure. bartenders. But personal, he dealt with it. And uh, do another shot. Sure. Let's do it. Do one more shot. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Oh, he, uh, maybe just a shot. I might change my mind. You changed the dynamics of the bar when you um, when you came in and were bringing guys in here. And at first, the coffee club in the morning was like, "Why are there so many guy bartenders?" Yep. Until they got to know them, hmm. because you had you've had some great people. Ian's fantastic. Sure. Ryan was fantastic. Ryan was good. But the morning coffee club, they're like, "We just want a girl behind the bar." Oh yeah, and I remember coming in and I was thinking about this recently, and I'm not sure. And I almost don't want to say it because he's such an amazing, good dude. But I think it was John. And you and I were working together. And he would come in. And when I would give him his bill for two beers, he would tip me on principle in pennies. And he would specifically (laughs) tell me, I don't think men should bartend. And then you would give him a drink or you would drop the bill. And he would drop 20 or 30 bucks on two beers. Right. And I want to say it was John, but I don't want to say it was John because he's such a fucking amazing dude now that I know him. I think Is that the I, dude? Are yes, we in the but same? Think, but yes, but I think you grew on him. Right. I, and I understand it, it from was, his point, too. Well, but because like, there wasn't a lot of guys that ever worked here. There was zero. It was Jared, and then it was no, me, no, and then I, I brought I, in a bunch that, of sausages. Um, Marty had worked here. Um, my ex-husband worked here with me. I actually fired him before we were married. Before he engaged to me. Before we even dated. I fired him. I fired him one night. He pissed me off. And before we even started dating, I fired him. And mm. then I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Maybe, maybe that was the wrong thing. Um, it was a tequila night. And so okay. Lindsay does not drink tequila anymore. I've never seen you drink tequila. Um, I used to. Okay. Um, two, I'm a blast. Hmm. Three, I'm locking the doors. I'm firing people. <laughs> oh, no, Bruce called me one night. He's like, honey, um, it's 1030. The bar's closed. I'm like, fuck you. I don't ever want to come back here. And he's like, okay, honey, let's have a talk tomorrow. And that's why I'm like, tequila done? and me don't right. work. He's like, okay, let's just not do that again. Have not drank tequila since that day. And when I first started, I didn't even drink. Hmm. Now I drink. Sure. Maybe it's because 
I got kids and all this other stuff. Who knows? You're a professional. Eh. So what am I, like, for me, I always try and be open-minded. And I always try and, I would like to learn from as many people as I can. Sure. It's not my strong point, but it's my goal. You've been doing so good. I have a hard time learning anything from anyone unless I do it myself and I ruin it and it blows up my face. Then sometimes I can learn a lesson. But this place, like I said earlier, this place is so different than me and the way that my brain works. Right. And you are so different from me and the way that I, you know, like I have been working in bars for seven years. Mm -hmm. I have been in bars longer than some. I have been in bars much less than many. But there's so few people that make, <clears throat> sorry, so few people that make a, like a long-term career out of bartending. Sure. I think like, and this is my short-minded perspective, but it's like at about five years or three years or five years, mm-hmm. people leave bartending mm-hmm. or they stay for good. Sure. There's not a lot of people that stick around past three or five years. Right. And then to get past 10 years or more than that is increasingly rare sure so and i you know i didn't get it and you know bruce had told me yeah bartending's not a long-term career i'm like but i don't get it the money's good mm-hmm. and there's no like mm-hmm. physical danger mm-hmm. you don't you know i've never met a bartender that's like yeah my fucking knees are all blown out well not yet it's, it's probably gonna happen but <laughs> there might be one but i've never met anyone that that sure. is a carpenter or a stonemason that's like my knees are great my back is fine sure no right. if you build stuff for a living your body gets fucked Right. It's 74 degrees in here, 365 days Always. a year. It's so beautiful. You're not on a roof, not a crawl space. You're not blowing out your back. You're not, not compressing your spine. Desk. I'm not sitting by a desk trying to figure right. out. And not, not to say that it is easy because it's not, and there's no, a lot not. of people no, that can't do it. Yeah. And it's physical, right. And it's mentally draining mm-hmm. to a degree that cannot, I cannot put into it. It's also words. mentally stimulating at the right. same time. Right. But you don't, like, like I said, there's no, like, Oh, you're a bartender, so yeah, I get it. Your mm-hmm. your back is ruined. Oh, you get those you know, looks like, all the time. Yeah. But that that isn't the case. But there aren't a lot of long term bartenders. There's mm-hmm. very few lifetime bartenders. Mm-hmm. And for you to be here as long as you have, and this town was only dive bars. Yes. For a long time, this yes. pl- it went from whorehouses to yes. booze smugglers <laughs> to dive bars. Yes. It was places a shithole that mm-hmm. has rapidly ramped mm-hmm. up. And then this is the only bar in town that made it. Zero other bars in town well, survived. Right, because there was... Um, Let's do one of these, huh? Yes, Fuck cheers. It. Cheers. Um, I got the baby glass. She doesn't trust me. I She's think right. one, of, one of the things that's happened in this town, because when growing up here, too, um, I, there's the bar up the street here that's been shut down. It shut down before I was 21. So I never, sundowner? I never drank at Sundowner. It shut down before I was 21. So that thing has been closed... It's like fifty percent meth sales. Well, yeah, they had they had a big problem going on there. But Multiple if you problems. look at it, like there was cliffs as well. Right. There was. We are the only outlying bar from Main Street. This town sure. over the years has well, streamlined everything. This bar, right? There was. It was called. Um, or that bar. Pet shop. There was this bar and that bar directly across. Okay. On this. On this, on this one block, there was this bar, that bar. Um, it wasn't always about a fifth. Um, prior to that, it was ships in, right? Landmark, and oh, prior okay. to that, it was I'm sorry, it was ships in, and prior to that, it was landmark. This building okay. is 160 years old. Fucking crazy. It was there was apartments upstairs at one point. Hmm. That's when they pulled out of the flooring. They had like five layers of floor because it was like <laughs> it was like linoleum carpet, linoleum carpet, linoleum right. carpet. Um, 
historic building. Sure. But, um, yeah, there were four bars within here to the Sundowner, within, how much is that, 200 feet? Right. Or 200 no, yards? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. So that's how busy this town was with all right. that. Now, I did learn this in my poker playing days, was that um, because Venetia was a state capital for... Uh, one year, I think. Is Was it even one year? I don't know. It was it was about a year. It was it was a minute, <laughs> but because it was a state capital, um, there are now there's six card rooms within thirty miles of here. Back mm. in the day, there were a bunch more card rooms, but they had a they had a law that at two a.m. all card rooms had to shut down mm. except for Benicia. Huh. Benicia could have their card rooms up. They could not serve alcohol between the hours of two and six a.m. Right. But because it was the capital. People would come in droves to this oh, town. I didn't know that. This back room right here yeah. was a poker room. Huh. It, um, when it was landmark, it had poker tables back here. Um, people come to this town just to play cards. Because when you get that itch of cards, right. they're driving. And sure. they're coming. It's and the only place. And it comes 6 a.m., ding, ding, ding. Who's Whoa. getting Bloody Marys? Let's, yeah. let's do this. That's awesome. I didn't know that. There are no, um, there's no card licenses left in this town. Right. Because um, they just... The town just makes yeah. it go away. Yeah, they they put a lot of effort into changing the the aesthetic of this town, but this, like I said, it's this so is a very safe town, and I yeah, love it. Yeah, for sure. It's home. This is the only place that made it. Like yep. Relic, Rookies, uh, Elite or Collins used to be past Yeah, pastimes. Uh, now uh, Relic. Choices and Collins. Yeah. Those are the ones when I was growing up downtown. It was only dive bars. I remember going yes. into what is now Relic. I think was it, it was, was choices. Pastime. Past that was the pastime. Pastime. I was 16. Yep. And a buddy of mine's like, "Let's go to pastime." So I was like, "Dude, I'm fucking 16. There's no way." There's no way. He goes, "Dude, let's Just go to pastime." Yeah. And I go in, and they're smoking inside. Yep. And I look, and there's a girl from my high school class sitting at the bar top. I was like, "Oh, I'm good. I look. I looked 11 years older than her. <laughs> right. I'm fine. It's no big deal." <laughs> Yeah, but that that was the town, and they all have died out. None of them made it. This is the only place that made it. Yeah. Everything else has been rebranded, remodeled. Okay, but but look at it this way as well: of rebranded, re, I'm sorry, rebranded, remodeled. But we have a really solid staff here as well, because we are treated so good, and we have the opportunities that we have um, to run our place. Every single one of us runs our shift like we own the place. Sure. We run on a much smaller staff than any other place. Absolutely. I mean, you go down to any restaurant, bar, whatever, we're running this on on a busy shift. We've got three people and a cook. Yeah. Where you go anywhere else, there's nine, ten, twelve employees. Yeah, three three cooks and a food runner and a busser and a hostess and three bartenders and two cocktail servers. So I think that's why we all kind of like it, too. Like, we we make good money. We work hard. What but, we do here efficient. with yeah, what we do here with the the crew that we have is fucking amazing, compared to other places. Yeah, it's and when we were doing the outside thing, it was like <laughs> we can do anything we want. Yeah, the cost is seven times the labor. Right. How do we do it with keeping everybody happy and everybody you know like right. that's that's a difficult point and I everyone is new in your eyes because you're the mother hen, you're the queen bee. Like, you're the one that survived. There was some other people that were in similar categories, but, mm-hmm. like, you're the one that's left. You're the Highlander, dude. I'm the Highlander. You're the last one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am, and I don't know if it's a 
if, if it's a great thing or a curse at some points because I've butt heads with some people because sure. uh, jealousy or whatever. There's like a hundred reasons. You've been here 19 years. Yeah. Well, I know everyone's You probably have 45 minutes worth of reasons. Probably, yeah. Sure. But there's just, um, there, being local and being this, it's, it's a, right. um, gosh, man, there's uh, so many stories that have come through this place and that's why right. we do this. Like, we love people. And you yeah. might not know as many people, but you are learning to love people. I am learning. I am learning. And you're, and that's, liking, and you're liking it. I do. I thoroughly enjoy it. And like I said, that's the premise of the podcast, and that's the premise of me being here is me learning and, and getting to know people. And it's really it's difficult to describe. I kind of talked about this with, with Nick and Patrick on the podcast, but like, it's difficult to say, like, yeah, these people come in. They you know i give them an environment to enjoy themselves sure. they spend money yep they give extra money to me mm-hmm. my whole life my income is based off of crowdfunding like yeah. you guys had a good time you donated to my Absolutely. financial right. you know consistency it's a weird way sorry dude it's a weird way to to live life um but it's not mundane and it's, it's not and it's a lot of fun and whether i wanted to or not mm-hmm. I have made a lot of connections with people. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, re- the reality is I did not want. And I just didn't quit. And yeah. I have inadvertently made connections with a lot of people that I actually give a shit about and I actually care about. Right. And it's a double-sided sword. Like you said, and Nick, Nick Warren and, and Pat Dunn are, are very good <laughs> examples of like people that are so different from me that I don't yes. agree with. We don't see eye to eye. But when I'm here and they're here, and something goes astray. I'll take a beer. She wants one. Come on, you can do one. I'm not doing a beer. Well, fucking drink whatever you want to drink. We're at a bar, dude. We have options. I'll do a shot. There you go. She'll do a shot. Yeah, just a beer. She's gonna kill me. But the amount of people here that are always here, when yes. it's a bar, if you sling drinks till 2 a.m., every now and then something goes wrong. That's sure. part and parcel. You can't avoid it. If you're sure. open late and you, people are drinking, yep. eventually something will go wrong. That's a recipe that cannot be avoided. Well, you can mitigate and, and, it. But at night time as well, you don't know where they've already been. That's right. the tough thing about sure. this job as well. You've got, what, 15 seconds to kind of judge right. somebody, engage them. Right. But you also don't know how much have they had a drink. Sure. Did you just take a couple pills? Right. Like I. Did their dad just die? Did right. they just get dumped? Oh, oh right. Did their exactly. wife just leave them? You never fucking know. You don't know. And all of a sudden, like, you give somebody one drink and on their lay it on the floor you're like right it wasn't me i didn't do it yeah you never know but the the beautiful part about this place is when something does go south especially mm-hmm. like you're smart you're wiser in daytimes but being a weekend night guy like yeah. when something does go south if there's one guy that gets real hot-headed there's five to ten people in within five feet they will slide their bar stools back yeah and they're they there will, they, and they will back us up them and it's yep. 86 is a very kind way to put it. it There's it, a lot it, of people it, it, looking out for us. Well, yeah. I've had people bang off, bang, take somebody and bang their head off every doorway sure. out the back door. and Having that backup and, and having that, like, thank you, dude. Appreciate it. Thank you, honey. Having that, like, camaraderie of, of people that I can lean on or count on. that. And, and you being a guy, you don't so much need the backup, but even as a girl, like, a I, I, I'm 5'3", I'm but at the same time, sure. there are some people that would respect me being 5'3", more mm-hmm. than they would respect you. Absolutely. Being tall, because I can be like, 
get out. Right. Whereas you do it, they take it more aggressive. Right. I and that's the well, again another lesson I've learned from Bruce is uh, if you have two people working, male and female. Yep. And I thought that's fucking silly. It's perfect. That doesn't make any sense. It makes absolute one hundred percent. Absolutely. To me, it does. <laughs> Podcast is over. Uh, no, it makes perfect sense. You have the yin mm-hmm. and the yang. Yeah. If I go up to a guy and I go, hey, man, you've had enough. It's time to go. Yeah. There's like a 50% chance that he's going to boil over and get upset. So I have to be and so be careful and so calculated with how I approach it. Never touch anybody ever. I cannot put a hand no. on a shoulder and say, hey, man. Not once. It's distance. I do a neutral stance. I approach it like, hey, man, I think let's just walk outside. But you or Tina can walk up and go, hey, listen up, motherfucker. You're get, being a dumbass bitch. It's time to go. And they'll go. Okay. I'll get punched in the throat. Right. And then I, there's a lot of people that'll back me up, but I don't want, I don't want, I've we never been in that up. situation. Right. I don't want to be in that situation, but. Well, you've always to I have to approach it differently as a dude. Yeah. And so to have that yin and yang, and you know, it's the alternative with like ladies too. Like when you have someone of the opposite sex that is addressing you, yeah. your mentality is flipped or turned. Yeah. And it's another thing that like, I could do this for a hundred years and I yeah. might've figured that out. Yeah. Maybe. Or I just work under Bruce and I work with, you know, different people and you learn it pretty quick. And it's when I do anything, I do a lot of research and I'm very passionate about it and I give a shit and I, you know, but I only have one perspective and my perspective is more than most because I devote so much time and energy into learning about the thing. But it's only one angle. So I came in here and it's like, okay, the, I don't have to fucking go full ball in the drinks. I don't need to put out the tabs in front of everybody. What do I got to learn? It's a lot. Like, it's like 207 degree radius of like yeah. shit to learn. It's like, I thought I knew this because I can make five times what this place can order in drinks. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean anything here. No, it doesn't. It's absolutely irrelevant. A smile and it's, I hold on, hang on a second. Yeah. Because somebody is telling me about their day and that, that we're not doing things, but um, no, it's, uh, I couldn't do this anywhere else. It's personal connections with people on a grand scale from such a wide and diverse variety of people. This place shouldn't exist. It shouldn't have existed 10 years ago. It the, shouldn't the, have existed drink, 20 years ago. Drinking is the great American pastime. It really is. Absolutely. Drinking will never go away unless there's some government thing that shuts us all down. But, but that didn't it, stop it. But that's this a, whole town was booze runners yeah. and bootleggers. Yeah. But no, it's... it's uh, it's a great American pastime. It really is. And this COVID thing has really, like, oh, for me, uh, has really kind of helped me make that that jump or that connection. Like, I like this place. I love this place. I love yep. my coworkers. I love yep. the people that come in. Yep. And then I always try and keep everything in perspective. You know, mm-hmm. like, I've lifted rocks for a living. I've done this and that. It was, car- you know, some shitty real jobs. Sure. And this is, I've always keep in heart that, like, yeah, this is a way better way to make a living. I, you know, when everyone says it's like the shitty real jobs, just for you and I, because people are like, oh, well, you're just a bartender. It's like, okay, I'm not just a bartender. Right. I'm a therapist. I'm an accountant. Sure. I'm a daycare provider. Uh, we're not just bartenders. Sure. Um, but you just said it, too. Of Right. Like my real job. Well, this is our real job. Right. It's real to us. It doesn't really. It really is a real job, and it's incredibly um not a be here do this cookie cutter. yeah you're not on a roof and you're not lifting rocks but like the responsibility level 
on bartenders versus mm-hmm. the pay scale is astronomical. Like yeah. the fact that somebody can come in here, mm-hmm. have one drink, yep. leave here, yep. get injured, and then we can go to prison. To an extent. Sure, to an extent, but that is a, you know, worst case scenario. Like that's we do, very. We, we do have good liability, and that's where we're not. We're not just getting somebody fucked up and being like, "Here's your keys, go have right. a good time." Come on, times. There's know? a lot of responsibility versus the low hourly pay, and that's it's kind of a crowdfunding thing. Like our pay hourly. Mm-hmm. is absolute dog shit. Hourly. Oh, no. Nobody shows right. up for their hourly wage. That's no, shenanigans. It doesn't no. mean anything in life. Absolutely not. So it's a crowdfunding thing. Yes. Like, are you, you know, personable? Are you having yes. a good time? Can yeah. you make a yeah. happy environment? Can I make you have a good time? And when you can hook up the people with their connections, like, oh, you're an iron worker and you're an iron worker. Right. You don't come in and get drunk. You hook those two guys up. Yeah. And I don't have to pay attention to you anymore. Nobody <laughs> want to, but you sure. just got each other and you're buying each other rounds. You're happy. Move on. It's complicated in a way that I, I don't know how to describe. But it's it's very f- mentally draining, for sure. It can be. Um, and, you know, like even in the two months that we were closed, I was doing, you know, HVAC. And it's like I'm on a ladder six hours a day. I'm on a roof all day. I'm in a crawl space all day. Physically demanding in that yeah. department and inherently risky because if you're on a ladder, you can always eat shit. If you're on a roof, you can always eat shit. Always. If you're in an attic, it's 130 degrees. Oh, God, I could never. It's inherently dangerous. But it's like every two hours, you take a break. You take a lunch. You take a hard lunch. You fucking drop the wrench. Boom. I'm in the middle of screwing in something. It's 12 o'clock. Dink. Screw gun goes in the ground. I have not once in this bar sat down during a shift to eat anything. I graze. Sure. And, I, and you learn how to just work yeah. well. Some, you, some people just plow their food in. Um but no, I'm just gonna kind of go graze right. all day. There's not a here's a 15 minute break here, whatever. Right. It is what it is, but it's. It's um, but it's tough for reasons that are difficult to describe. Like doing a job that is inc- way more physically demanding, which was HVAC. Yeah. But being able to take that break and sit down for 10 or 15 minutes, and then sit down for 30, 45 minutes, so and then sit down like for 15 minutes. Your fucking knees and your ankles get a break. And I did it for two months, and my I had explosive muscle growth. But it was actually easier on my body than standing behind that bar for seven, six or seven hours. Really? Because there's no breaks. Dude, my fucking, my knee is killing me, dog. I'm back for two weeks. Dude, you're way younger than me, too. Like, I'm waiting for my but, knees to, like, go bad, but. Yeah, I have really, right now I'm wearing expensive boots with really expensive insoles. Okay, maybe it's because you're wearing boots. No. They're nice have shoes. You ever, have you ever tried tennies? I can't do it. I have to, I have to buy I either buy fat guy shoes or I buy expensive boots because I have to buy footwear that I that are designed So I never even thought about this ever before about a guy being behind the bar tennies or no tennies like you're wearing your boots your knees are worse than mine right now Yeah they're way worse probably worse than Bruce's my knees aren't that good That's terrible Yeah it's not good It hurts Yeah it's not good No you're gonna, but, last, you're gonna hang out and like last with me around this place? Like, I'm like, trying, man. Like, we gotta, like, <laughs> I got you're, five you're, years. You're gonna be the Bruce sitting at the end of the bar being like, Bleh. I got 14 years to go. I'll catch up with you. So. Oh, jeez. No. But, yeah, the mats help a lot, but you know, it's like good footwear and good insoles help a lot. Well, you but it's, the, and you have the discount at the Skechers store too. What? Oh yeah, if you go to the Skechers store and you say that you're in in the industry and they look you up, I went um, three months ago. Five oh. years, dude. I've been here fucking five years. Didn't know this? No. Okay, so there's a Skechers store in the Target parking this lot there in Vallejo, and I went there uh, right before the kid's birthday, July. 
and I bought five pairs of shoes. I bought myself two sneakers, bought each of my kids' sneakers, and I bought myself some sandals. Hmm. 121 bucks for Skechers. You say you're in the industry. They go, where do you work? Didn't you have a show pay stub? They looked it up. Bananas. They said, okay, discount, 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 discount. I'm like, five pairs of shoes, 121 bucks. Skechers. Dog. So go get some Skechers. I spent like $300 on these boots. Get some Skechers. Mem- I need to. One's memory sold. The other ones mm. are flip-flops. But I'm not wearing flip-flops. I can't no, do I it. I know you don't I can't do it. flip-flops, but go get some actual shoes. I draw a line in the sand. <laughs> yeah. I, well, there's like a Shoes for Cruise is like a, a website that makes footwear for people that work in restaurants and bars. Right. And they're like ridiculous non-slips. And I always buy like the fat guy ones that have like the air pocket insoles. <laughs> and like, if you look at my feet, I look like a fucking nerd. But I'm not concerned about how I look from the ankle down because no, for sure. I want my comfort. knees and my hips. Go buy some shoes, dude. I buy good shoes. No, but go to Skechers. Get some memory foam. I'll it'll check it sa- out. It'll save your knees back. I'll here. check it out. G- give me one day. I was talking about my my. It'll manif- cost you like thirty bucks. Thirty buy bucks some shoes is nothing. I mean, thirty bucks. Buy some good shoes and give me one day on those ten. You mm. you do it and you go. They're junk, or or are they? Or I, I'm, I'm hooked now. You're going to be hooked. I was talking about my, my manifesto on the last podcast, which is yeah. never cheap out on toilet yep. paper, sushi, tattoos. or tattoos. Yes. The other one is, the other last two the sushi is. sushi one, 110%. I, will def- I don't have any tattoos, so that I can't. You're good. You. No blood poisoning. No hep C. You're good. I, I got none of that. But <laughs> definitely sushi. I cannot right? cheap on sushi. Or toilet paper. Thank you, dude. Okay, the toilet paper thing, I don't know what experiences you've had with it. I heard about a few of them. Like, I've never had a... I've never had a experience where... At least 19 <laughs> years you've been good, living the good life. At least 19 years. <laughs> I've only been here five years, so I got a lot of years prior to this fucking gold nugget. Well, so I'm trying to figure out, is it you or am nope. I just... It's not me. Okay. Well, nope. You were like, hey, I'm, I, will, I will not buy food, but I need this toilet paper. Yes. I need the bear on the toilet paper. Yeah, I'm not joking. When I was living was in Vallejo, so <laughs> and I was only eating expired Starbucks food, which was at the end of the night, we'd shut down the Starbucks, and there was X amount of food that wasn't sold that has to be thrown into the dumpster. I put it in my backpack, I would take it home. Oh, my and God. And it was me, and it was my brother who was living in a station wagon in my backyard. Okay. And insert roommate here. It was either Chad or Jesse. That was my food for like almost a year. That was my, my food that I could oh, afford was free food. That is bonkers. If I would have known you, you would come to my house every night. Well, if I'd have known anything, I would have been making better decisions. But I was working three <laughs> jobs, and I was making $18,000 a year, and it was horrible. But... Uh, the Fuck toilet me. paper, the toilet the, paper thing just... I will... So I got one, maybe, it might have been two. It's called Basic Red, and I think it's 99 cents, and you get a four-pack. And, like, I swear to God... From what, a gas station or an actual... They sell it at Safeway. Oh. This should be a crime against fucking humanity. <laughs> well, hey, right now, to get toilet paper... Well, now we're good, but three months ago... No. You probably wanted some Basic Red. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> I'm not joking. Like... I'm 20, I'm living in Vallejo, so I'm 20, 22 to 27-ish. I'm a kid. I'm invincible, you know? You can eat Hot Pockets and fucking, 
and yes, taco yes. salsa packets for dinner. Like 11 <laughs> yes, calories yes, a day. Yes, yes, I'm yes. okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, 9,000 milligrams of sodium is oh, irrelevant. Yeah. I'm invincible. Yeah. I get basic red. It's 99 cents for a four pack. Cool. I swear to God, it's 80 grit sandpaper. You fucking wipe your ass. Dude, I'm like 23 and I wipe my b-hole with basic red for a couple of days. And then it's so bad that I, I can no longer wipe my butt with toilet paper. It, it, it cannot happen. My b-hole is so inflamed. It's in so much pain. I can't stand up. It's hard to sleep. Like I can't even imagine. Like I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you listen to it or talk about it. That is it's the devil. That is insane. And I'm a kid. I'm invincible. Everything regrows every five seconds. Sure. So I get to the point where it's like, okay, I just dropped a deuce. I cannot touch my behind. I can't. You cannot be touched. No fingers. No wipe. No nothing. You drop deuce. You take a shower. That was the rule. For like a week. Okay, I'm imagining this, and maybe this comes back to how I've been so fortunate with everything. Of Should have got I, a job here a long time ago. Or just don't, well. Basic red is the devil. Okay. Basic red is the fucking devil. So I only go to the grocery store, and I only buy toilet paper with the longest, <laughs> you know. I want the Charmin Ultra Mega Plush Quintipio Angel Double Six Ply Union Made. Like, okay. Everyone, everyone can be a label jockey and things. So apparently, you're the label jockey and toilet paper. Yes, it's forty dollars for a four pack. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in, dog. Don't give me anything other than best foods mayonnaise. <laughs> like, no, that, I'm a label jockey. And mayonnaise is not good unless it's best food mayonnaise. Right? Hmm. You gotta be, you gotta be a label jockey okay. in some things. Apparently, on you're some toilet things. paper. You gotta draw the line in the sand. For me, it's butt paper. <laughs> it's sushi. It's tattoos. Sushi's for sure. That's bad, man. Yeah, sushi's no joke. Especially now. Like, I haven't, during the COVID thing, my sushi intake, sushi is like Jennifer and I. We love sushi. It's yeah, great. We go out. Sure. And we ball out. We buy some nice food. We have a yeah. good time. The COVID thing freaks me out. Like, what? Nobody's doing good. So Sushi's doing real bad. Is it right. yesterday's salmon? Is it yesterday's? Well, here's the thing. Is like every sushi place is always closed on Monday. And I know right. I I love sushi, and they're like, always come on a Tuesday because we order fresh, or they drive to Oakland to get fresh seafood. Right. So Tuesday is the best, freshest day. But depending on how good everyone's doing, I haven't ordered out during all this COVID maybe twice because I'm huh. afraid of how clean kitchens are. Right. I know how clean our kitchen is. This kitchen is absurd. It's absur They clean the crap out of the it's place. It's ridiculous. Everybody who ever pokes their head in there is like, yeah. you guys got a clean kitchen, which, is really, which is really good all around. Sure. Um, this, but I just don't... This is the cleanest kitchen I've ever worked with in my entire life. And they maintain it. Yeah. It's, it's always it's clean. ridiculous. Which is great. But I just don't... Um, during the COVID, like, I was initially was like, ah, don't touch anything. Don't do this, whatever. Like, I was... Sure. I was... I wasn't a Karen. I wasn't yelling at people about masks. But I'm like, I'm not going to order I was that. freaking out. I was not having this. No, I know you weren't. And you were very like, I'm getting tested every single week, and we're doing this, and we're doing that, and whatever. And, and like, I was a little more lax, but safe enough. We had the mask, sure. we had the sanitizer, and we're wiping down chairs and tables. I cook dinner every night at my house, except the Friday, Saturday, Sundays I work. That's sure. Sean's job to cook dinner. <laughs> and I come home, and he's like, I'm ordering. I'm like, from where? Like, right. I don't have a clean kitchen. I, with everyone yeah. being shut down, I'm like, I don't want to order Chinese food right now. No. Because how clean is their kitchen not that i'm against it but really how much is expired or how much right. is 
You start to push the envelope when your fucking business is in question. Right. You know, like you, I'm not making wait, any money. I get wait. one more day out of this chicken. Yeah, I get one I, more, one I, more day I, out of this and sashimi. I and I don't want to order that. I would no. much rather eat top ramen. Right. From my shelf than. Everything order. needs to be 165. I'm not eating anything less than I'm that. I'm not eating anything <laughs> from anyone else. I want to. You know, I want to be safe. Then I'm. Right. But I also don't want to be sitting on a. What? No, yeah. You're not with your toilet paper for. You just take a, a shower, dude. Take a shit. Take a shower. It's one to one. I will say I've never done that. I have never yeah. done that. Not once in my life. I'm sorry. Never yeah. once in my life. Give me one second, dude. Sorry. No. Anyways, sorry. You're trying to fucking sneak out. I'm like, goddamn tab. Oh, she better not sneak out. Yeah. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. She's awesome. <laughs> she is great. I love her. Yeah. She was, you know, I talked about it a little bit when, when I sat down with her on the podcast. I didn't think she was going to do, I didn't think she was going to make it yeah. because she was always so nice to me. And like, you have to be. Oh, she's a toughie. She's like. Yeah. She's, she says chihuahua. I, I, I'm like, you're, you're like a pit bull. She's hardcore. Oh, she's yeah. super fucking sweet until you cross the line and then she is not sweet. It's right. awesome. I love working with her because she's, she's so, sweet. she's got to be, I don't know, 12, 14 inches shorter than me. And I like oh, to just sure. I like to just stick around people. Mm-hmm. Like you get them. You are by far the tallest employee here. Yeah. No, by far. Is it by far? Well, think about it. So you got Christina, who's five foot nothing. I'm five three. Ron you're five is three. About, I'm five three. You're and a tall. A half. You're a tall five three. You want to measure me? Yeah. Ronnie, <laughs> Leslie, Amelda, yeah. Javi. It's you tallest, and then either Marissa or Monica. Yeah, that's fair. That's it. That's why I always bitch on my weekends because oh, you guys put all this shit that I need on top shelves in the back. Like the it's napkins, so easy to get. The napkins are on the <laughs> highest shelf ever. I'm like, ugh. Uh. To be fair, I don't even know if that's all me because I'm only. No, it's not. I'm literally the only dude. This. No, it's not. Of, all, no, it's not height. all you. But um, you are definitely. I'm doing my part. Huh? It was definitely me. No, 100%. No, I, I, no, I. You, get, you guys take bad checks? Yeah. You take IOUs? Yeah. There you go. I, I still got a tab up there, too. No. No, no Matt's not taking care of my tab. You're not having a fucking let me, let tab. Me your, let me take care of the tip, then. No, you can suck it. Can I you give you tw- this podcast? Can I give, can I give her 20 bucks? No. I mean, you can, but don't. I get to, I'm not going to have you on the podcast and then have you pay money for it. It's poppycock. No, but you know it's nice it's to be back. Yeah, it is. It's fucking amazing to be back, and it's like I said. For me, it's it's so many hard lessons learned, and I'm trying to to lean into. You've the, been much better. About I'm trying train, about training people. I'm trying. I know you've been much better. My way know, is not. I like to, you know, open up with like my way is not necessarily the right way, but my way is the way that I know, and I try and learn as much as I can. But I'm only one dude. And I know you are. I, I know that I'm passionate. I know that I give a shit. Mm-hmm. But, again, this place is so different for me. Like, I, I need to absorb more of this place because this place is here for a reason. It's the only bar that's made it for a reason. Yep. It's, you know, who the fuck works at a place for 19 years? Who the I fuck do. works at a place for... Because it's so great. Was Monica been here nine uh, years? Probably ten. Yeah. Ten? Veronica's been here... A little another year more than that. Eight maybe, nine. I don't know how many years the kitchen's been open. I'm five years. I'm the new guy. And you know, some people have come and gone, but like, it's 
You you wrote me. Um, I still have it. The best Christmas letter oh. last year. Don't tell anyone. I won't. Um, <laughs> if I express but, feelings, but it, was, but it was so nice. Of I have a lot to learn from you, and you, I really do. And um, you you've been really great with a lot of things, rather than like raising your hands and being like, "Why are you fucking stupid? Can't you figure this out?" To tell people what they need to know, get it done. I. You know, like, you in particular was one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is you and I are so different. Yes. And it's, I don't know how to phrase it without sounding like a douche, but like, Sound like a douche. when I do a thing, I'm so dedicated and I'm mm-hmm. so passionate about it. There, It's very infrequent where I get into an aspect of anything and I dedicate time, effort, and energy into it and I'm, I'm overwhelmed or outclassed or or superseded and i've been here five years mm-hmm. and i know and i respect the fact that my way isn't the only way my sure. way isn't the best way but i know that my way is a good way sure and to be here for as long as i have been and to continuously like month after month like yes i am spearheading a charge i am continuously trying to learn i'm trying to get better but for fucking five years for me to do that and be like, yeah, you're doing good, but you're not doing that good. That's happened zero times in my life. Like a year or two years, usually I do this spearhead thing and I go, yeah, I'm doing my thing and I've already outclassed you. I've already outsmarted you. I'm already past your 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 realm of reality. Sure. And now I'm getting paid half of what you get paid, but I'm responsible for everything. So I got out of being important for a long period of time. Now I'm in this place where it's like fucking five years. Every day I show up, I give a shit, I care. I put my heart and soul into it, and it's just like, dog, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I have so much to learn. And you are the pinnacle of that in that I am learning, especially now, but coming in, showing up, being a drink factory. I can make a thousand drinks a second. I can, you know, do an inverted squatting nanny. I can do it. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh, yeah. You got it. But that's one of maybe 10 parts of of tending bar yeah and it's one of 20 parts of tending this bar so for me to come in and show up do my best learn as much as i can do the research put in the effort put in the Mm -hmm. time and the effort you could and it's you could make drinks around me 100 percent. you could be making things flaming you could do whatever at this point it's sort of but because it is this nobody comes for the booze right i can being so a factory is, is uh, factory is not what this place it's is. It's irrelevant. And, and we have more fun at it, don't we? Yeah. When you leave, absolutely. You, when you when you walk out these doors, you have to go. Bar is bar, life is life. Sure. I learned that. It took me a long time to learn that. That when I walked out of these doors, you leave whatever drama, whatever mm. conversations in this bar. And when you walk back through the door, you pick it back up. Right. And like, hey, how was your kid's soccer game? How was this? How was that? But you can't stress on that the rest of the other day. Not, right. You go home and you live your life. Yeah. And you and make some money on the time. Yeah, it's, everyone's great. I think this place is exactly what my life needed. Yeah. But I absolutely didn't want it. But you are a perfect fit in a weird way. Like, you're, like hmm. you and I are not... We are very different. We are very different. I like you. I love you. I respect you. We have different ways of managing some different situations. 
Every situation. Every. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm saying some, but you're sure. saying every. Um, but at the same time, I can straight right. come to you and go, hey, this, that, the other thing. Right. And you're like, okay, we can maybe do it this way. Hmm. Or give this one one more shot. Hmm. And then it's like, okay, I'll figure it out. And like, we can talk to each other is a right. nice thing. You are right. that level-headed enough go, okay, okay, okay. Taking it in, taking it in. I know you got this processing thing. And I'm more of a, you have that. this, that, that, the other thing is what I would like. Right. You come back with me with your processing and let's make it happen. Hmm. We can make everything happen. There's no doubt in my mind that you and I cannot rule everything, rule the world. I absolutely agree with you. Because you do have that great attitude. And you'll take in what I say, and you don't come back to me right away, which is fine. I gotta I'm think also about a it. thinker. You gotta think about it. But I'm like, this, that, that, the other thing. And you come back. That means a lot to me because you and Bruce are some of the only people that, like, I can consistently not agree or understand on an immediate basis, but I have absolute respect and appreciation for. And That's nice. For me, like, you know, like I said, like I give a shit and I, I pour my heart and soul into everything Absolutely. that I do. Everything. But it doesn't mean that that's my way is the right way. And it's so infrequent where I meet someone and I go, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I've done my research on. This is what I give a shit about. Yep. And then someone else goes, but what about this? And most of the time it's like, you don't fucking give a fuck. You don't know what you're talking about. So, But you and Bruce are absolutely in that equation. And it's, for me, again, I have so much to learn from you. Like being a drink factory, turning out things as fast as possible again. Doing the, the in and out. Here's your tab. Here's your fucking ticket. Yep. That's not, I have so much to learn from you because you, your aspect of bartending is so different from mine. Sure. And we work in the same place with many of the same people. Right. (laughs) And I have tried to be as fast as physically possible, as efficient as physically possible. And, you know, you do all that and I, and I smash all these fucking drinks and I, you know, get all these kids in. And my fucking numbers are equal to or less than what you bring in. And the wonderful thing about that is, like, here's one path, my path, and here's your path, which is a different path, and it's completely different. Right. And it's, when I first showed up, it was frustrating. Yes, I know. And I know it was. Because you're like, I don't, what am I going to do with this? I didn't get it. No, but I was an and, idiot. And, and I was an idiot child. You're not even an idiot, and I know that you like your things the way that you like your things, which is 100% respectable. Like the limes is, you know, no so big deal. I, so I don't cut limes anymore. That's great. If you're going to walk in, you're going to dump all the shit out anyways. <laughs> but half the time, I didn't even cut the limes. It was the old men in the sure. morning that opened up. So I'm like, I'm just going to work off this. Right. And you're like, I, everyone sets their bar up differently. You right. have your own specific way, and you're very good right. at it, and you're efficient. Perfect. To some degree. But I have so much to learn from people that do things differently than me. And my aspect of when I originally came in was work as fast as possible. Everyone has a drink. After everyone has a drink. After everyone has food. After everyone is taken care of. They got napkins. They got ranch. They Mm -hmm. got ketchup. They got mustard. That is like. Maybe I can say hi to a guy. But. 
and you learn how to, I can say hi along the way. And the thing is, nobody's ever going to get mad when you say, excuse me, I need to go handle this. Because they understand they are the same as the other person. Am I going to spend 20 mm. minutes with you? Or I go, could you give me a moment? Right. I need to walk away. Nobody gets irritated because they are that same person. Sure. They don't want to be the person sitting down there waiting for me while I'm having a 20-minute conversation with somebody up here. Right. And there has been some bartenders around here. Sure. But nobody has a problem going, I'll be right back. Hang on, I'll be right back. But you're like, and I remember when it was you were doing Sundays and then you're doing every other Sundays. Yeah. And as I started to get more and more involved in bar operations, and you look at the numbers, like, Lindsay's here, Lindsay's not here. Lindsay's here, she's not here. And the fucking numbers that this place brings in are astronomically different when you're here. Because you can make a couple of phone calls, and you can, you can fill every fucking seat that we have right now. I have great relationships, and they're great yes, people. because and you've then, been doing it for a long time. Yes. I can make five people show up, maybe. And I'm trying to get better at it, but what I'm saying is, like, your mastery of this profession is so different than with the aspect that I dove into originally. Nobody comes to this bar to get drunk. Right. They come in for the music, for the socialization, for the familiar face. And, and I think one of my biggest things always was I get my girls coming in. Right. And they won't come in if, there's, if they don't feel comfortable. Sure. And they know damn well that I will have their back 110%. And the more girls are in here, the more guys will be in here. Sure. And um, it's... What you do is amazing. And up until very, very, very recently, I didn't fucking understand. But I, there was a long period of time where I understood that what you do works. Yep. But I didn't understand why. Sure. And this COVID shutdown... It helped you a bunch. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm making that bridge of being a fucking robot that sure. insert yeah. cocktail here. Here's your ticket. I'm no. trying to become a more personable person, but it no. wasn't how I was raised. It wasn't how I lived my life. But there's so much to learn from people like you. No, but I felt really bad a bunch of times. Well, like not, it's were... not people like you. It's literally you. <laughs> there isn't people like you. There's actually you. Just me. <laughs> well, it's that you. Makes, that makes me feel good. But I would I feel so. bad That's on why days where like, I'd show up and. Everyone's like, Matt's here, I'm leaving. I'm like, well, no, 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 Matt's a good guy. No. But it was just a... That's you. You can fill this place. You have always filled this place. And you do always fill this place. I love my people. And it... Like, and everyone needs to feel special every time they come in here. And I do actually care about them. A lot some, of them, a lot of my texts during the week. Right. But, but everyone comes in for a reason. Sure. What's your reason? Right. Let me feel special. Be special. You have mastered that craft. Which so is a craft that I didn't know existed, that I didn't know that you could master. And the, the personal connection thing is like, that You're has always here. been my weak spot. But... Not now. I, well, I'm getting better at it. You are getting way better at it. But it's still my weak point. And I know that, but it's was never a skill set that I even understood that you could learn. And sure. it's wonderful to be here with you. And, you know, we don't work together. We work side by side or I relieve right. you. And, right. But it's uh, it's amazing. What you do is, is fucking magic. And this place is fucking magic. And it's, mm -hmm. it's wonderful and it's brilliant. And you've and made a works. career out of it. And nobody yeah. makes a career out of it. Very few people make a career out of it. 
and so it's beautiful until and my knees go out. Um, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm also very smart with my money. Um, I, I have investments. I've got that. But, yeah, when my knees go out, though, like, I don't have a retirement other than sure. my home and my investments right. that I've made. Um, I will do this until the day I can't walk again. Yeah. Because I just love it and appreciate it. It's so great. I think... I think without you, this place would have done what everyone else did. This would have gone from uh, pastimes to relic. It would have no. gone from choices to to rookies. I think you're blowing smoke up my ass right now. I don't say things unless I mean them. Okay, fair enough. So, okay. <laughs> I, what is what is the variable? Bruce, the guy that ran this place for 20 years and it was the Wild West, like every other place in town? What survived? What What... You know, persevered. Point taken. Okay. It's just you, dude. No, you know what? I. You've changed. I you've never, evolved. I never looked at that. You used to smoke inside. You used to, oh, I can't give out an ashtray. You can just put it in a can. Mm-hmm. Fucking 20 years is a long time. I love what it. What has made this place this place? What is the, you are the glue? I feel bad <laughs> saying like, I feel bad saying mother hen. No, I don't feel bad because I have chickens. I love mother hen. Mother hen is. <laughs> You're the mother hen. You are the staple. You are the glue that keeps this place together. Like, you are the constant. Bruce is the man behind the shadows. He used sure. to be very heavily involved. Sure. And then, I don't know, you know nine, when you say 19 mother, years ago? When you say mother hen, that's kind of a good thing. Because I've, I've had coworkers call me like, this happened, this it's happened, you. this happened. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll fix it. I'll help it. It's you, dude. You are the constant. That's, that's you awesome. are. That, you know what, Matt? That is a really high compliment that you just gave me. Well, that was the point. That no, was a, but it's a compliment. We're, we're in an hour and a half. And oh, my this, God. Okay, we're done. This is No, we're not done. This is the, <laughs> one of the points that I wanted to make. It's like, it's, it's you, dude. This place is you. This place isn't me. This place is, is heavily influenced by Veronica and Monica. This place is heavily influenced by Leslie, the head cook. Oh, she's fantastic. Leslie's a fucking... She's amazing. A gift from Love the her. stars. She's bananas. But what is, what is the constant? It's you. It's literally you. Never thought about it that way. How? I just never thought about it that way. Well, I'm going to throw it in your face. It's you, dude. You're the one. People have come and gone. Mm -hmm. Three years, five years, 12 years. Yeah. You know? I've I've seen a a little bit of it. It's you, dude. You are the constant. That's... And the weekend days are, like, invariably (laughs) successful. We have fun. We you, you have fun. It's not we. I'm not here during the fucking day. It's no. you, dog. Can't give me this credit for this shit. I show up. The kids are gonna come in at late at night on Friday or Saturday night, sure. no matter what I do. Sure. Doesn't. It's irrelevant. Sure. I have so much to learn from from you, and it's not people like you. It's not people in your status. Well, it's literally. If you're, if you're gonna continue doing this, um, then you need to um, just bring your night people up into day people and sure and. I've learned there are things that just don't work. Right. Like, we don't play rap. We don't sure. do heavy metal. It's a, it's a hard no. I'll give your money back. I'll buy your drink. Get out. We're not, if you're going to yell at me, just, right. we're just not doing that. Um, it's a good time for everyone. Do you want another one? No. We can do no, one more. I'll do one more. We can do one more. All right. Maybe a Smirnoff and a, and a peanut butter. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's do it. We're turning up, dude. We've changed shifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you, Doug. No, it's You not. are the anchor. You are the fucking glue of this place. 
I'm really glad that we but decided I, to drink. I, but I also need you as well. And here, because here's the thing that um, even as many years that I've been with Bruce, mm. um, him and I butt heads so much the first couple of years. That's not because but, you not, have valid points. Not butted heads, but me coming in, and I, when I first started, I was 22. I'm like, hey, how about we get a Jaeger machine? He's like, fuck Jaegermeister. This is, the, <laughs> this is never going to fucking say so that I, So I brought up again, hey, can we get the Jaeger machine? It was like 110 bucks at the huh. time. He's like, fuck that. But I was selling so much Jaegermeister, I'm like, we need the Jaeger machine. And right. th at that point, that was when Jaeger Red Bull was the hit. Sure. Took a whole bunch of, like, can we, can we, can we? And then he comes in one day, he's like, how about we get a Jaeger machine? I'm like, what a great fucking idea. And then we sold so much Jaegermeister, he was buying it by the cases. He was, um, he actually got complimented by, um, the delivery company going, you're buying more Jägermeister than anybody else hmm. in the area. Same thing with the um, Crown Royal. We were sure. buying Crown Royal by the case for the um, yeah the Washington Apples. Yeah. And the tri distributor was like, hey, you're buying more Crown Royal than anybody else. I'm like, wow, man, good thing you thought of that. <laughs> but that was back when Bruce was also a little sassy. Um, different guy so Fair. having you here gets things more done but you and i can work together 110 percent and we got you're very, this place you're very kind with your words i i'm i no, i can be a bitch sure and that's you know why you i like seen it. Me on my bitchy sides really well maybe 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 moments <laughs> maybe moments <laughs> well there was that one day but um no, you, um, I respect you. I think you're great. I think we got a good thing going on. I really appreciate that. It's very meaningful because I have so, so much to learn from you who have mastered a craft and taken this craft in a different direction than myself. You know, like I said, I, I do a thing and I do it passionately and I give yep. a shit. And it's because I do so much research and and I put so much effort into a thing yeah. it's very infrequent when someone comes through and says yeah you're doing a thing but here's a different way to do it right it's really 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 infrequent but and people, you're the people are intriguing we're running yeah. the same place the same mm -hmm. building the same establishment just in a different way really different ways well because I need to learn I look at people I'm like okay what is it that makes you do I need to my biggest thing is if I don't tell you you don't know it mm. that's my whole life philosophy sure if I don't tell you you won't know it sure so when somebody comes to work with me I feel like I'm gonna tell you and you know it mm. they're like well I was trained this way and this way and this way I'm like okay that's fine but we all have our different ways of doing right. things which are they're not that different right um, minor tweaks. Minor tweaks. Um, but I talk to people more of like a, hey, how about we do it this way? Versus sure. you're like, just do it this way and that way and the other way. But you went better about it. Hmm. I'm, I'm trying. And it's... No, but like, I, I'm not... I'm not used to being outclassed, which is the arrogant reality, is I'm not used to being outclassed. Okay. Well, you're Aries. 
You want to be good at everything. Ah, fuck off. No, I'm Here we saying, go. Back to the no, Aries thing. You, you want to be good at but, everything. I am good at everything. Is there mm. anything that you're bad at? Yes. Okay. What are it's, you bad at? It's taken me a long time to realize it. Is what, what can you not do or what are you bad at? I'm, I'm trying to be better at making connections with people here. Okay. I'm trying to be better at uh, more understanding of people's different perspectives. Like, here's a way that I know how to do it. This works. Sure. And for a long time, it was like, here's how you fucking do it. You didn't do it that way. What are you, a fucking idiot? This is how you fucking do it. That's not reality. And Correct. that's a great way to make a disconnect with people. Correct. So what I try to do now is, this is how I do it. This is what works for me. This doesn't work for other people. And different people have a different perspective. Yep. But I'll show you this way. Uh-huh. And you can learn from me. Learn from Lindsay. Learn from Monica. Learn from everybody that's here. Everyone has their own ways. Yeah. Everyone has. And that makes working here is so tough because you have to learn my limes and your limes and Marissa's limes and Monica's limes and all the silliness and all the shenanigans. And you have to be understanding. You have to be loose and you have to go with the flow. But you also have to know, like, I can be bad at something or I can't do this. I can't do that. We're also not surgeons. Like, no, we're not surgeons. No. Uh, we're, we're um, arguing about a flipping lime. Marlene the Please. other day was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry if the limes." It's like, dude, if you, if I take all of your limes and I throw them in the fucking trash, nobody's life is on the line. Right. Like it's all good, man. Right. I just right. take it, and I throw it in the fucking right. garbage, but, 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 and I do it again. But even Blake yesterday goes, "I've never worked in a bar that is so easy with throwing away the fruit." Right. I'm like, you know, everyone has their own things. Sure. Um, we've got our own stuff, but sure. But I think as a person, person, what are you really bad at? Is there anything that you're bad at? Like yes. I'll tell you right now that yeah. I um, or things that you're not bad at or you cannot do. I cannot, to save my life, use an electric can opener. Hmm. I can do anything That's at the time. That's your Achilles no, no, heel. And I cannot barbecue. <laughs> and I cannot barbecue ribs. Right. But you get, put me on a desert island with an electric can opener and some cans. Huh. I will starve. Okay. But I can train a horse. Hmm. I can play poker. I can do anything else. Right. And be good at it because I'm just like you. I'm going to be good at it. I'm going to research it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be good at it. And I'm either going to approve or disprove this theory of something. Yeah. I have a lot of faults. I have a a long list of faults. Really? Is it because you're so critical in yourself? That's probably a big part of it. But also, I think that part of it is that I'm open-minded and... Which is a great thing. There was a long period of my life where I, I was thinking that this is my way and nobody cares more than I do. Sure. How can you possibly be better than me because you do not put as much time and effort into the thing that I'm You're putting passionate into. about. Sure. Yeah. Which is a, a fault and also a pro. But. Absolutely. The magic of this place is like I did that. It didn't work. Didn't vibe. It's not successful. It has some success, but like there's so much to learn from. The, my best example is, like I said, it is you. The way that we run the bar is so different. Yes. And the way that you run the bar, I have to consistently remind myself, and I'm trying to incorporate in my life, is it's a better way to run the bar. It's more personable. It's more long-term. It's more effective. You Like if 17 people come in here and they all order different cocktails, I smash them out in you know, sure. five minutes, no big deal. Right. What does that gain you? Everybody has a drink. Sure. Do they come back tomorrow? Why would they come back tomorrow? Because they got the drink soon? Hey. Do they what's know your me? Name? Do they know my name? What's your Do they name? give a shit How about you me? Today? Blah, blah. 
Right. But again, this is also going to change in the years that we're going to be doing this together because... I don't want it to change from what you guys are doing. I don't want to change one bit. But at some point, it's going to change. Our, your night crew is going to be my day crew, or my nighttime customers will right. be my daytime customers, and I've got to relearn them. But this is a social place is right. what it is. It's a social gathering hub. And I... I don't know if worried is the right word, but I, I feel like I'm making changes mentally because I'm understanding now the difference between night and day. Yeah. Like before I was like, I don't want to work days. I don't want to hang out with 25 right. people. I want to, I, I want to work as hard as I can, as fast as I can. I want to be sweating, slinging ice, slinging fucking yep. drinks. There you go. Here I am. I don't want to. Right. And at first I was like I don't get it this like she doesn't want to work she's not doing her thing this is this is the way that's not accurate it's a different environment completely and now I've understood that and now I'm right on that precipice I'm, I'm on the peak of the fucking mountain where it's like do I want to keep slinging drinks as fast as I can or do I want to start segueing into now I'm at the point now where I understand and I respect and I envy the daytime bartending it's a different game it is a different I game I get it I get it. I finally get it. And yep. it only took me five years here. <laughs> five years here. Seven years total to finally fucking understand that. It's it's a, a, it's a, it is a different game. It's a different game. And it's not always even for men, which is what we were talking about earlier. Sure. Sometime the morning guys, they're like, well, they just want to sure. smile. Yeah. Meet gays. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't want the guys. Like, I, I get so much shit over what dress I wear that day. Of course. They're like, you're wearing a muumuu. I'm like, it's not a muumuu. <laughs> like, I don't wear muumuus. I'm not a, a thousand What do we, a hundred pounds? You can't wear a muumuu. A little bit more than that. Thank you, Matt. Mm. But no, but I wear dresses. They're like, but torpies. Like, hmm. Of course. I torpy. Want, oh, yeah. He knows every, every, every gal's butt from golf. Hmm. He wants me in um, yoga pants every day. He wants you in pasties and nothing else. That's it. Fair. But um, I really enjoy how you and I can work together so well. Because I'll bring something up to you, and you'll be like, okay. And then you'll come back to me. I'm like, okay, maybe we make this work. Hmm. Like, even though our last employee, Nicole, I was like, she's not going to fucking work. <laughs> I don't like her. It's not working. Right. And then we talked about it, and it was like, well, she's only trained. I'm like, okay. Only trained two days. And now she is... She's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. But, um... It's... And that, again, is, is another analogy for the magic of this place. It's like, yeah. what you do and what I do is two different businesses, but we do it at the same business with many of the same yeah. people. And for me to learn that my way is not the right way and that oftentimes your way is the right way, and vice like, for us to work together... Like... How often do you find that where you, you know, you, you find two people that are doing the same thing but different yeah. and you can kind of connect? It's kind of beautiful. It is. And we both do a good job at what we do, but you do this way so much better than I could ever do. I could never. I don't know about that. You did what I did, though. I did it. but You're sort of selling yourself because oh, you no, did what I did I and you did progressed. It, but my tolerance level is at zero, so I would be a terrible you know how I look at it? I look at it as that you you were me, and you did what I do. Yes. Yeah, but then you got smart. 
a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm, st- I'm still day. stubborn. <laughs> I'm still stubborn. You did this. You were me. I was you. You were running the fucking nights. You were I fucking was. slinging drinks as fast as you could. Yeah, and then you got wise. And went, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. How about I do this now? But why? Because you're fucking smart. Because you learned. Because you put time in the trenches. Yeah. And I'm at the point where it's like, when I first signed up, I didn't get it. I was like, I don't understand what this chick is doing. It doesn't make any fucking sense. How could you possibly want to work days? And now I'm at the point where it's like, oh, fuck, I get it. If you steal my fucking job, I no. will stab you what? in the face with Dog. a dull knife. <laughs> no, you're not taking my job, okay? No, I, I couldn't take it if I wanted it. Unless you killed me. Well, then you would not exist. That's a... We're playing... That's a hard thought experiment. Yeah, um, really. No. Th- no. If you fucking so, yes, went away, you, this, so, this yes, place you, would you suffer excruciatingly. No, because then you would be me. Shenanigans. You're short the selling only, yourself, dude. The only place that I would ever go is back to North Dakota because stuff here sucks a little bit. California's a hard state. But I don't... I hope that you're joking. I think that you're joking. But I could... Nobody... You literally and honestly, truly cannot be replaced. Nobody could fill your shoes. That is such a huge compliment, Matt. Do the numbers that you do and and fill the seats that you fill. And it's not it's not because of your and I I don't wanna I'm not shitting on you. It's not that you can't make drinks quickly. You can. I've seen you in action. Yeah. You're fucking you're professional. But you're you have progressed past the here's a drink next. I haven't, and I've been doing it for seven years. Seven years is a long time to do something, to understand that you just under, are just learning that what you're doing is only half of the game. It is. You're a fucking wizard, dude. You are a master of your craft. I what love is it? Uh, 10,000 hours or something is, makes you a master of your craft? Oh, I don't know. 10, ten how, years how or 15 I, years? I don't know. There's, there's, Are you really a master? There's some I'm sort of there's some sort of equation you between apprentice. A, I'm not a master of my craft. Shenanigans. Maybe, maybe I'm calling I, shenanigans. Maybe I bullshit. I love people is I think my biggest thing. I love people and I'll make it work. And even if I don't know what I'm making, they ask me something. I'm like, well, what's in it? Or give me a moment, I'll look it up. Right. It's people. It's learning people, and people are so intriguing. They're so great. And they're also that's a game. Bonkers and weird or lovable right. or. You have to love people. You could probably... I, we could go up there right now and you could make me a whole bunch of drinks. I don't even flip and know what they are. It's good. For what? Right on. For what? Because we got two people at table six. We got Rye Bread, mm-hmm. his girl. Oh, uh, I can tell you what everybody in this house is probably Albert, drinking right now. Albert, Nick. Right. And that's the thing is like... And I can tell you what they did last weekend. And that and that's, is the that's why That's why it's a thing, is how was your day? Sure. What what you do is so different from what I do, yeah. and I have so much to learn from you. You're, you're, you, got you are on, you got this. You're on the mastery <laughs> level of this, this sailed ship. I'm on the apprentice level. It's like, you have to, you know, learn drinks, learn your pork counts, learn this. You know, is he a dick? You short? Is he drunk? You short pour him? Is he good? Is he happy? But I, at this point, I have I'm running out of excuses because I've been here longer than I've been in corporate. (laughs) Okay. But I'm learning that like when I first started, it was like, yeah, this guy's a fucking bag of dicks, and he's mean and he's angry, but he gets 1.5 ounces in his cocktail. Yeah. 
Yeah. And now it's like, oh, this guy's kind of nice. Maybe I'll give him a little bit more. Oh, this guy's a, this guy's wasted. Let me not but put I, anything in there. I came from corporate, and it was like, yeah, yeah the guy's he's a drunk asshole. He gets 1.5 ounces. For what? You're not doing that guy any favors. No. Or but, yourself any right. favors. And I remember one, one scenario where problems. a guy came in. He was wasted, and I gave him one beer. He drank half of that beer, and he wound up throwing glass bottles of barbecue sauce at my manager. It was this big ordeal, and they audited me. They go, how much did you serve him? What did he eat? And it was this big process, and I was like, this guy drank one half of one IPA, and there was like, I was under the fucking laser beam radar of like, you overserved him. This is your fault. And it was like, dude, I no, gave this. I, yeah. And it's all on camera, but it was like, that's the game that you're playing. And when you're making cocktails, it's a little bit different than pouring mm-hmm. beers because I gave him a 22 ounce beer, sure. he drank half of it. Sure. But like, someone comes in, and I was just talking to a girl the other night. She goes, Yeah, you never cut me off. And I go, Eh, I cut you off. She goes, No, you didn't. I go, Yeah. Now, really, that's. Yes, I did. You don't ever tell them the secret. Matt, that's part of the thing. You don't tell them that you. We're having a good them. time. We're we're pretty close. And she, I know. You know. You she's like, you never. And I go, but I've given you drinks that it wasn't drinks. It wasn't drinks. And she goes, no, you didn't. And I was like, you're right. Okay. So all you did that moment was make her leery of you. It's like sure. poker. You have you to look out tell, for people. You don't tell them the secret. You absolutely look out for people 100, percent right. but you don't tell them you did it. Sure. Because now they're like, is there booze in there? It's right. Like playing poker. Like I'm not gonna right. tell you what I got, but. But no, but it's, you are it's, absolutely it's that game people. like we're we're selling a dangerous or a, a poisonous substance and we have to look out for people and some people don't have their best interest in mind and it's like it's a gamble it's the give and the take it's so complicated and there's so much to it and I didn't we, fucking know any of that we're actually selling a good time is what we're doing is right. we're selling a good time right we're not doing anybody a favor by overpouring them absolutely ever. not once and just like you said you weren't giving her any booze Right. You didn't charge her for any of it either. No, of course right, not. Because you're like, no, no, of course Sprite not. and tonic, you're fine. You don't. Well, need, I'm we've, not, no, we've that's had not some going bartenders here in the past that will pour no booze and just charge things up so that their sales yeah, come up. That's it, not fair. It, it happens. But I want to take care of you. I don't want you to sure. go and get in a car wreck. I don't right. want you to have a bad time. You have to come back. I want you to come back. I'm not doing any favors by giving you a double. Right. I want you to have three drinks, not one. Right. And be in your ass. Sure. Let's have a good time. And that's that's the the balance and the dance that like, you have mastered and I still have so much to learn. And it's, but you're dealing with a much different creation of kids right now than I ever dealt with, which is huge because when I was doing it when I was 22, they were all my peers, they were my friends, we all went to high school together. Hmm. You're dealing with a whole bunch of millennials and what's the other one, Generation X? Is that the next one? Gen X, Gen Z. Where you have a whole bunch of entitled kids coming here thinking they can just be jerks right. and I got mommy and daddy's credit card. Maybe that's, maybe I'm wrong, but they're just entitled. You're not wrong. And you can't But to be able you to can't tell reason with anybody. Yeah, to be able to tell people no is huge. And it's it's funny too, like being here every now and then I'll go downtown. And I go downtown, and I'm surrounded by, like, four people that I've banned from this oh, I don't, place. I don't go downtown anymore. Yeesh. Because every time I walk in, they all want to campaign. It's so Because I, I 86 them all. <laughs> so I walk in, and it's like a, like, I want to get out of here, but I go downtown, and it's a right. campaign. Like, can I, can I, can I? I'm like, yeah. I just wanted to come have a drink at right. a different bar. And they're like, but Lance, can we? I'm like, no, you're right. still 86. I'm yep. sorry. It's a funny place, man. It's a, it's a magical place, and... and I enjoy working with you, 
And I, I that. think that we both have our own. We we. I have so much to learn from you. I, you I have buy, learned, but I have things that I have to learn from you. If I were to ever do a night shift, which I don't mm. ever in my lifetime ever want to do again, unless somebody's sick, sick, I would come do it. I, mm. I've only done two Taco Tuesdays. Not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> it's both of them. Crazy. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> wasting my time. Yeah. I, you know, that's nice to hear. But the moral of the story is like you, you are the wizened wizard. You are the master craftsman. And I, I have a lot to learn from you. And I do. And I continue to. And I think that it's a sliding scale for me. Because I've always known that. And I continue to learn and understand that on an increasingly steady basis. Like, what you do can't really be taught in a... What you do can't be taught in a short-term basis. No. What you do and what you have learned is is long term, mm -hmm. like it's knowledge and wisdom, and there's that from you, and there's that from Bruce, and then everything else is who are you gonna learn it from? You know, who's been doing it for ten, 10 or more years, or double that, or triple yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people. No, but You're I enjoy. Awesome. But I enjoy every minute of it. Yeah, and you I, rock it. I don't mind coming to work. You absolutely day. fucking rock it, and you kill it, and you bring people in. And you have your crowd, and you have your, you know, you have your everything. You've carved out a magical little slice of life in a magical little establishment. Yeah. But it's you, man. This is really, this place, I think this place is you. I think that Bruce is a large factor, and I have to give him credit for being malleable of running a dive bar for 20 years and then changing it over. But who made it? Who's still here? Thank you. It's you, dude. That. It's literally you. <laughs> That's it. There was a couple others. Mm -hmm. Where are they? They're gone. Yeah. It's you. Thank you. It's you, dude. Don't thank me. You're fucking no. amazing. No, but what you have done is nobody, fantastic. Nobody's ever said that to me, which that's huge for me. Like I almost mm. want to cry right now because hearing it. Thinking in my brain is one thing, but actually hearing it from somebody is huge. Hmm. That's good. That's the that's the point of this. It doesn't make sense. That's but that's the point of this is yeah. I'm the young gun, and I feel like I've put time and, and effort old, into it. I'm the old gal. You're not an old gal. I am. You got a couple of years on me, but you you are the fucking glue, man. This is about you. This this place is largely here because of you, and. You've the fucking transitions that you've 19 years. I've been here five years. This place is completely different. Right. Six months ago, this place is fucking different. No, right. We right, used to right. have 90 people in here. It wasn't a big deal. Some right. fucking goofballs dressing costumes with a band. That shit's gone. Right. Who fucking knows, man? You could, yeah. you know, slinging ashtrays and no beers on tap. You made it. Yeah. That's no, a pretty, it's, it's a, pretty small I mean, percentage of people place. that do that. And I'm really glad that. I can work with somebody like you as well, who's very... Um, just being nice. No, but you're honest. And mm. the one thing that I appreciate more than anybody in this world is be genuine. Mm. You are a genuine person. Right or wrong? Right or I wrong? I try to be genuine. You're genuine. Sure. And I have problems with anybody who's not genuine. Don't look me in the eye and lie to me. Right. Be genuine. I might agree, disagree, whatever, but if you're genuine, mm. I can't or won't take it offensively that's fair be genuine 
I think we've gotten along really well because of that. Like, we are so different, and I we are very different. And I, like I said, I'm trying to learn, but I don't know what your perspective on me is. Like, this fucking kid shows up and he does everything different. Is everything strange? No, I just learned. I just learned to do it because you're genuine. I was like, okay, he's gonna change the limes, anyways. We're just not gonna cut anymore. He's gonna change the water, so we're just not gonna change the water. And you come in, and I didn't want to look like a slacker, like we didn't do this. No. But I'm like, but you're gonna change it anyway, so right. therefore, how about sure. I don't do? I'm an Aries as well, and you wanna go back to that? Hmm. Um, I'm not going to organize my day because you're right. just gonna do it your way, anyways, which is fine. Everyone right. has their own way to do things. Sure. If you ever worked with me. I keep all the bottles up top, so I haven't been right. over a thousand times. Yeah. And everyone who barbacks, they try to put them up. Like, hey, right. I haven't been over a thousand times. As long as he's here, that was the Captain Morgan up here. The biggest lesson for me was like, <laughs> I'm so structured. Jameson goes here, Jack goes there, yep. fucking triple set goes there, and I, you know, I'm like, why does she fucking leave the bottles out? But again, you know, it only took me fucking five years to <laughs> pull my goddamn head out of my own ass. I don't want You're to smarter than me. Times. You're smarter than me. They're sitting here. The bottle sits here. Let's right. just, let's just make it happen. In so many ways, you're smarter than me. Well, and it's also subliminal because again, I like people, and I was almost going to be a teacher, so I took psych- psychology classes. If that bottle is front and center in front of their face, they're more likely to have one more. See, that's a thing that I have until this very just, second never considered. It's manipulating people to do what you want, and sure, not that. Not that I'm sitting here manipulating people, but it's just like me playing poker. Right. I am making you do what I want you to do without you thinking that I made you do that. If That's that makes awesome. Sense. A- absolutely. I completely does. manipulated you. Yeah. And I'm not the bad guy. That's a, you know, another thing I never considered. Leave it out. If it's sitting there. Let it hang out. They're like, oh. Yeah, take another one. Master of your craft, dude. Well, and if you come in and go, hey, you know, I'm going to go to dinner. I've got 100 bucks in my pocket. I'm like, I'm going to get all 100 bucks. Out of your <laughs> That's mine. I will make it happen. You're amazing, dude. And I, I appreciate you. you. And I'm so grateful to have worked beside and, and underneath you and to learn from you. And we're going to do this for many, many years together, I'm sure. I hope so. You're great, Matt. You're the fucking glue. <laughs> I'm the new guy. I've only been here five years. So cheers to you, dude. Thank you for doing the podcast. And I'm so grateful to have learned from you. Thanks and I will continue me. to learn from you. It's not going to change. I still have so much to learn. I'm trying to be open-minded. Go easy on me. I know I'm a fucking tough bastard, but... You've been, you've been really, really I'm trying. working on things. I, re- I am working on things. No, I'm not working on things, but I've seen that your attitude has been so much better towards yeah. new people. I love it. You know, it's... There, I have a lot to learn from a lot of people. And this, this place is magic, and I think that... I think that you are the root of this place. And this place is magical, and you are magical, and this place and you together is... That's why it's still here. It doesn't make it doesn't make any fucking sense. This place should have been dead and gone a long time ago. Shouldn't have survived. Shouldn't have made the transition. That's very nice for you to say that. You and fucking I did ne- it. I never thought about it that way. It's you, Doug. I never thought about it. What's the constant? So thank you. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Cheers to that. So huh? I'm going to walk out proud as punch. Thanks for I hope um, so. spiking my ego. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to end it at that? You got anything to throw out to the world of the ether? Nope. Okay. Cool. I have no um, kind. Perfect. We'll just end it at that. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it.